You like that? That's how I always reaffirm myself. Give me another one. Tony Bruno. See? Give me another one. Tony Bruno. You say it real fast now? Tony Bruno. Nice. You say it real slow now? Tony Bruno. Can you get deeper? Deeper? <laughs> You're a bad man. You're a bad man. Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. And now. Oh, Tony Bruno. Stop it! Here is Tony Bruno. Uh, good afternoon, every person. He, she, it, him, who, what, when, where, why, you are looking live. Well, you don't have to cut me. I don't participate in any of those uh, rituals that some religions do to cut each other up and bleed for whatever purposes. I have my own problems. Welcome there. It's Tony Bruno live on Twitch.tv. Thank you for joining us live from the wine cellar in pretty much the mecca of sports, South Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, where you too could get your car towed away and only have to pay $1,000 so that you can stick around and enjoy the rest of the sights and sounds and smells of our fine city. Miss Robin is here, my faithful, more Indian than Elizabeth Warren companion, you get that one? Remember, remember when the Lone Ranger would say with my faithful Indian companion, Tonto? Yes, yes, yes. And I do sometimes wear a mask, so. Well, I mean, who doesn't? I mean, people put masks on me on our Twitch stream, too. But, you know, that's what you do. What it is is what it is. As Charlie Manuel would say back when the Phillies were actually able to score than more than one run. What it is is what it is. In a baseball game. But we got a lot of stuff to cover today. And we're going to do an abbreviated show, two hours today. Because as soon as we shut this baby down at 3 p.m. in the East... Once again, Miss Robin and I will load up the family truckster. This time we're going to head all the way out west, young man. Young women. No children, please. Although you can take the kids. You don't because have to you have do, Well, you said you were slapping backs, kissing babies. I'll be so. kissing babies, too. Especially up in the King of Prussia area because our regular Thursday night, three pregame shows, three different locations. How great is that? And tonight, Thursday night football, Harry Mays. And yours truly, this reporter, will be gathering live up at the place called Screwballs. Oh, in, my God. In King of Prussia. We're going to break it down. Aton Shander and I were breaking it down on Sunday, on Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then on Sunday, before Eagle Games, we break it down. So we got three different places for you to come out, have fun. And the best part about our little pregame show thingies is that you're not going to get this kind of quality swag that we have. Because tonight, you know what we're giving away, Robin? What are we giving away? An Eagles military jersey. An Eagles military jersey. And also, a pair of tickets to the sold-out Army and Navy game here in Philadelphia later on this year. Great prizes. And you have to show up. You don't have to buy anything to win it. Everybody that comes by gets a ticket. And then we draw the winners and bring you the fun, the thrill, the color, the pageantry, the alacrity that is Thursday Night Football, Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, back together again. And yes, we will be doing it live right here on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv, Bruno Nation Live, and also over the air or on the app at 97.3 ESPN. So if you can't hear the station down the Jersey Shore, you can't miss it because all you do is download the app and boom! You can hear it anywhere. And you can watch the thrill, the color, the pageantry, the electricity, 
that is uniquely Tony Bruno and Harry Mays doing what we do, how we do it. It's how we do. And you know what we do, Robin. You are looking live. And we'll have a game that's a lot of people aren't excited about the game today. But what are your options? Watching the Phillies, but tan death mark, march to the end of the season? The Democratic presidential debates again tonight? No, you want to have fun. You want to get away from all that stuff that's going to make you unhappy. I fell for it again. I didn't fall for it that time. See, I now fell I'm conditioned. For it again. I'm conditioned to not turn my head the other way. Unless there's a hot chick walking by, you know, with really bubblicious bubble butt. Tony, people want to see your shirt again. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank again AJ and San Antonio. You have to stand up. To I know I have them. to stand up. It's you know this is a this is the variation of the theme. It is keep calm, and Bruno, keep calm and Bruno. It's an outrage shirt. Now these are not available for sale yet, because the greatness that is AJ in San Antonio, who's down there getting ready to head to Houston for the big debate tonight. Probably not, I wouldn't think. But anyway, he he's the one who made the shirt up and sent it to me. I like so that. I have the only copy of the shirt. Now. Maybe we'll go to the parking lots and start selling these at our tailgate. I need to set up a tailgate, a non-alcoholic, non-smoking tailgate, so that I can fit in with the new culture at the Eagles pregames now. Now that we've decided that... This is such a crock of shit. No, it's not. This is actually <laughs> factual matter. I want to thank our walk-up people who are providing us with sound effects that are perfectly timed. And How I pause as I pause, somebody does a blurp, which is a walk-on song or a walk-off sound effect that you as a subscriber to the show can have. And so whenever you appear on our Twitch stream, we know you're there because Yes, and that was AJ in San Antonio's walk-up. And it was just freaking perfect. It was. It's almost like the audience is on the same wavelength. You know, and, and when we think about that. You just think about that for a second, that the audience and the host of a dumb radio show on Twitch.tv, not really dumb because we do educate here, stimulate, educate, and don't eradicate. But you know what we say here. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Exactly right. So we're underway. We got a lot of stuff to cover today, from horses to horses' asses to football to mononucleosis. Have Let's start this off. Uh, I don't think so. I made out with a lot of chicks as a young kid. I but mean, the big story is the New York J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. And they may have kissed their season goodbye, Robin, to use a dumb metaphor. Is that a metaphor or is that just a... So now they're quarterback. After blowing a 16 nothing, daddy and what does he do? He is right here with you. After blowing a 16-0 lead to the Buffalo Bills in their opener, now, Who is your daddy now of course, do? he doesn't do anything. My dad's no longer with us, but I'm carrying on his tradition and his name. Jets, you know, lose 16-0, lose to the Bills. Now they play on Monday Night Football next week, Robin. Yes. This coming week, it's the final game of the season. Monday Night Football against the Cleveland Browns, another dysfunctional, messed-up organization. You want to talk about a Monday night football game that could set the national football back to the leather helmet days. But that's what's going to be. They're not going to be playing with Sam Darnold, their quarterback. Sam Darnold, USC great, out now, multiple weeks, losing weight, 
Let's go to the coach of the Jets, who this morning didn't even look up at the crowd. Remember, Adam Gaze is the guy with the googly eyes last year when he was uh, announced as the Jets coach earlier this right, season. Right, right, right. All of a sudden, this does not look like the same man who took the job as the New York Jets head coach just a few short months ago. And he had to make the announcement on the injuries. And went, interestingly enough, Jets... Interestingly enough, morning, when you listen to this, didn't even look up at the crowd. What is Remember, that, Robin? Adam Gaze is the oh, guy. Oh, wait, where is that coming from? I don't know. I'm hearing myself back. Yes, you are. Hang and on. even though I have a lovely speaking voice and above average intelligence, ah, I see where it's I'd going. rather hear myself just once. Thank you. Once is all I need. Once is enough. And then maybe 15 minutes later, I can do it again. That Sorry happens to all that, of us folks. guys who get older. That's okay. So where was I? Uh, video, Adam Gaze. Oh, so Adam Gaze. Watch closely. He doesn't start off with his quarterback's situation. He's doing the basic coach gets up, gives the injury report the day after the first practice on a Thursday morning as they get ready for the next game. And certainly because the Jets play on Monday Night Football, he had to come out and speak today. And this is Adam Gaze looking battered, bitter, not bitter. Looks like a guy who just realized his season of hope may have just gone down the old poop chute. And 14 has mono and will be out for this game. So Trevor will be starting. And Luke Falk will get elevated at some point and be the backup. So that would be that. What it is is what it is. 14. That would be it. Now you can stop it because 14, it's funny, he he calls his quarterback by a number. 14 won't be starting. Buddy Ryan used to do that all the time. He would get he would name guys by, you know, he would name linebackers. He would know he wouldn't say twelve isn't starting this week, meaning Randall Cunningham. Here's the coach of the Jets, who's got a quarterback that they drafted, not him, but the previous administration drafted with a top pick, and he's calling him fourteen is not going to play because he has that's really mono, weird. and mono. That's the big question. So not only is he going to be out, Sam Darnold, for this Monday night game. It's now being listed as multiple weeks because one of the things, apparently the side effects of mononucleosis, is you lose weight right away. You lose weight. You're incredibly, incredibly tired. A friend of mine had it in high school. Actually, it was one of those high school like. You know what they say about them high school kids (laughs) swapping spit? Because that's the way. That's what people think of. Kissing disease, right? People think mononucleosis. What's the first thing you think of? Making out. Yep. And so the question is: Was he making out with USC cheerleaders? Or was he making out with Jersey Shore Schifozos if, in fact, that's how he procured the mononucleosis virus? It is also called Epstein-Barr disease. Epstein-Barr. No, not that Epstein. He killed himself, unfortunately, and no longer will be uh, helping rich and famous people get young girls. Well, the virus that that causes mono is transmitted through saliva. So it's a a salivation sensation. It is a salivation sensation, but you can also get exposed through a cough or sneeze or by sharing a glass or food utensils with someone who has mono. Wow. Now, again, not Juan Epstein, of course. Not Julian Epstein. It's called the Snooky Sneeze. That's exactly (laughs) right, KOP Joe. Well, here here are the symptoms, according to WebMD Mayo Clinic. Um, it uh, is fatigue. Uh, uh, don't give me attitude, sir. I'm not giving I, you attitude. We're not giving you attitude, Mikey Miss, is hair plugs. <laughs> but thank you. Um, fatigue, sore throat, perhaps um, 
fever, swollen lymph nodes, neck and armpits in your neck and armpits, swollen mm-hmm. tonsils, headache, oh, skin rash, yeah. and a soft or swollen spleen. Now I'm doing a self-examination of all those things oh, to man. see how Are I have the Oh, man, are you going to get it now? But apparently, we got a, We just got a message from uh, our buddy Chris S. Chris F. Chris E. F. My son goes to Alabama. He's a freshman, and Mono is going around his dorm now. So is Mono back? I mean, Mono's never gone away. No, it's been. Around but when there. I was a kid, and most people growing up, no, I, they hear mononucleosis, they think about somebody was making out with some nasty. Well, the chick. problem with or mono, a nasty guy was making making out with right. a clean chick. The problem with mono is that it is a virus, not an infection. Correct. So it's not something that you can get inoculated against. It's not something that you can take antibiotics for. It has to run its course, like all viruses, and um, it can take weeks. You can you can be so exhausted, your your muscles get weaker af- through this atrophy, and it can take weeks and weeks to recover from it. Yeah, I saw Joe. Uh, the- Chris Long, former Eagle defensive lineman, posting this morning that he had mono when he was younger, mm-hmm. and it wipes you out. I yeah. mean, you lose weight. You can't put weight on. Yeah. And he said, most importantly, you can't go out and have fun. But then I asked Chris Long, but can you still sit at home and smoke copious amounts of weed, as Chris Long is obviously apparently doing these days now that he's retired from the National Football hey, League? Hey, you know, you got to keep yourself occupied. Exactly. Sit around, get some nachos, get some tortilla chips. And get a couple of hits from the bong going. You know what I'm saying, Robin? So there's the Jets situation. So now you got two shit show teams, the New York Jets and the Cleveland Browns, locking heads on Monday Night Football. Wow, wow, wow. 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 To quote the great Oprah Winfrey when she's not selling WW now, which is no longer referred to as Weight Watchers. No, it's WW. That's what I said. Yeah. She's promoting WW. Not WWW. That's another organization. Or WWE. Or or BBW. Well, no, she unfortunately, she is sometimes a BBW. That's why she's pimping Weight Watchers. But remember, do not refer to Weight Watchers as Weight Watchers. It's WW. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do know what you're saying. <laughs> Now, a lot of people have had mono. I, fortunately, did not have. I was always a stereo guy myself. But, you know, when the early days of AM radio, all you had was mono. Then you upgrade to stereo, where available. Remember on TV where they used to put at the bottom, in stereo, where available? Yes. Oh, I it's do like remember. hotels. They used to say, HBO, color TV. I know I'm dating myself. But every once in a while, you know, I'm a pretty good date. So if you're going to date yourself, and you're gonna, you know you're going to have a good time if you're a good dater. Yes, mononucleosis, Robin. And now, you know, this guy's going to go under, and people are already posting all kinds of memes. But the Cleveland Browns, oh, by the way, have their own problems. Their fan base has turned quickly after being so excited. Riding high in April, shot down in September after their first game beat down by the Tennessee Titans. But guess what, ladies and gentlemen, it even gets worse for the Cleveland Browns. Because you know what they did this weekend besides lose and be beaten down by the Tennessee Titans, Robin, at home? What is that? They banned a fan from the stadium. No. Yes. Now, that's good because fans should be banned. Did okay. You, did that just stop or did you turn it down? Yeah, it just stopped. Okay, so don't turn it down so <laughs> the next worry. time I hit something, I don't have to yell at you. Uh, so <clears throat> a fan, a very visibly angry, shaken fan. Uh-huh. No, it was not. 
Mike Scott of the 76ers. He was not at the Cleveland Browns game. Was he? Or it she? was not LeBron who went back to his old team in his old city and said, what the hell's going on out there? Now, was he or she making any hand gestures? No, no, it was not racist hand gestures. Okay. A fan, this actually happened. A fan threw a beer on Tennessee Titan defensive back Logan Ryan. Ryan then points out the fan and then thanks the Cleveland Browns for banning the fan. Here's all, there's only one little problem. The fan that was banned, his name is Eric Smith. Okay. Pretty common name. Yeah. It's like Joe Schmo. The problem is the Eric Smith that they banned is a DJ who says he was doing a wedding on Sunday during the game, so it wasn't him. On top of that, the Eric Smith DJ says he hasn't even been to a Cleveland Browns game since 2010. So not, the, guy, the problem is they look very similar. Okay. They look like your typical hipster, big-bearded guy with, like, reddish-brown hair. So, you know, they all look alike. We know people always talk about they all look alike. All the Italians look alike. All the Jews, all the blacks look alike. Now all hipsters apparently look alike. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So they didn't <laughs> ban him while he was there at the game. No. It was sort of a post Yeah, because the guy who the guy game. left and then they determined that the guy that was in the picture Must be was this... a guy Eric Smith ah. when it turns out that the guy that they banned and said you're never going to come here anymore was the wrong guy. Can they do anything else wrong in Cleveland and the Jets? We, right now, these are the two most cursed, well, Miami, but they did it to themselves. Can we give them one of those? Let's give them one of those. A big one. Double. And I love Cleveland Brown fans. Don't get me wrong. They're passionate fans. They do stupid shit, too, like everybody else. And you throw a beer on a player because you're pissed off that your team sucked. Yeah. You should be thrown out and banned. For Cleveland Brown fans, not all of them. The organization and, of course, the New York Jets and their quarterback situation. Trevor Simeon, you heard him say Trevor. Trevor Simeon will be the starting quarterback right now. Luke Falk, I guess, is going to be the backup quarterback for the next couple of weeks. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Thank you, WW. Not George W. Not WD3, Robin, which I prefer. As a lubrication sensation. I need to interject just really quick. Interject? Yeah, my, my computer is doing something really weird, um, which means that I probably normally would have to stop everything and start it over and again. But I, and I don't want to do that. No, I don't so, want to do that um, either. I'm I... asking everybody, can you please let me know the sound right now? Is it good? Because I'm kind of going blind. Um, normally I have the, it's, the decibels are all. Have you been uh, going you know, there's only there's only a couple ways you go blind, Robin. It's not one of those ways that we know of, right? I thought that was only guys that did. No, I think it happens bl- to women really? too. Really? Yes, women. When women do that, they're basically doing it to accomplish the same thing that men are. Yeah. So why would men go blind from excessive masturbation? I don't know if but our faces women, change the same way. That, no, you just turn Japanese when you're actually <laughs> doing it. But women probably turn Japanese as well, don't they? When they're masturbating, they're not just sitting there in a pretty much dead fish position. Well, some, you know some do, <laughs> sadly. People are saying, bueno, we okay. both sound beautiful, and most importantly, we look beautiful. And you know, as the great Billy uh, Crystal did when he played that character on Saturday Night Live, yes, yes, it's yes. not how you look, it's not how you feel, it's how you look, and you look marvelous. Marvelous. Marvelous, baby. Marvelous. 
Not good because I was overmodulating earlier. Okay. And I'm an overmodulate, and I don't even sc- I haven't even screamed today because I normally don't scream. I know how to play the mic. I know how to work the mic. Yes, you do. I was. I trying know to when I need to get up close and do this. I was uh, pointing out to Luigi the other day because you did. You were discussing. Uh, not violently. You were discussing energetically, and yes. one of the things that you do without even thinking about it because I'm a professional is, is as soon as you speak, start speaking louder, you immediately go. You back. move away from the mic. Yeah. It's just technique. See, when you get louder, you just move away. But you don't move all the way back here, see, because then you're off mic. You got to learn how to work the mic. Yes. Work it, baby. And work Tony it, And Tony does baby. do a good mic. I work it. He I know how to up. work many uh, inanimate objects that you could say are uh, phallic, even though. Why is somebody writing Greek to us? It's all Greek to me. Who's <laughs> writing Greek? Uh, Don Juan 0720. I believe that that is Greek. I don't even see that. Oh, it's the X-O-P-X-O-P-O-W-O-I. What? I don't know what that means. Can you translate Don Juan 720? Oh, he says that that's Russian for good. Oh. Who knew? I got to go get my Stalin poster and put it back up and see if I can figure <laughs> that out. You know, I do have a banner. Flag. Of Vladimir Lenin, not, not Stalin. Yeah. And our good friends in San Francisco who worked at Pier 39. At a flag store. Had a, had a store with all kinds of flags and banner, and because banners, and because they thought I looked like Vladimir Lenin back then, yep. they sent me an actual flag that has Lenin's face on it. And of course, now if I were to put that up, people would think I'm some sort of like white nationalist, white supremacist, communist. There'd be a package. I would be all these other things that I was part of the Russian collusion investigation or something. But anyway, would, it's a people, cool pa- People would accuse you. They'd be very, very conflicted because yes. on the one hand, they were like, socialism, good. But Russian, I'm no commie bad. bastard. They would have very, they would be like completely confused. I'm no commie bastard. By the way, I have more on injury update. The Minnesota Vikings just seconds ago placed wide receiver Josh Doxson on injured reserve. So according to Adam Schefter, the Vikings have placed Josh Doxson on injured reserve, their wide receiver, uh, who obviously got hurt over the weekend in that game and that easy win over the Atlanta Falcons. So we got a lot of stuff going on. Football, I gave you the, uh, the situation with the countdown to kick off tonight, 6 to 8 p.m. at Screwballs and King, King of Prussia. I'm looking forward to this. I've never been to this place. I'm hearing good things, Robin. It's going to be a lot of fun. It is. And then we have a lot of other stuff, too. we got Double Loser Thursday coming up. Not Double Shot Thursday, which is a tradition. Not Thirsty Thursday. We've got Double Loser Wednesday coming up. Well, you do know, speaking of Thirsty Thursday, I do have a feeling that you and Harry have a couple of vodka crayons in the future. There will be. There will be heavy pours tonight. And will yours look the same as Harry's? Yes. I will be I will absolutely well, I don't know, see. Because Harry is a connoisseur of vodka. Yes. I just use it to have a drink. I don't need it to taste like like sterno. I don't need it to taste <laughs> like if if anybody gets close to it, they're going to spontaneously combust. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I love vodka, but I don't drink straight vodka. I don't even drink vodka on the rocks. That's why we put cranberry in there. You know, some bars put a lot of cranberry. Some yes, bars, no. you request it, they won't. Yeah, for those of you who do not know, Harry, he, sometimes may be good, he, sometimes doesn't want it, may be exactly. he doesn't want it red. He doesn't want it even pink, not even blush. He wants just that little hint of a, like, a little, like a little sliver of pink that sort of runs through the white, clear vodka. No, no, it's already... St- by the time he, uh, you put the, uh, the cranberry in, it just basically looks... 
it looks like pink lemonade. I mean, if it's that color, just think of pink lemonade. Then Harry Anything doesn't want it. Anything more red than that is an absolute violation, and Harry would probably slam his drink down and walk out of the establishment. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Harry, Mikey misses hair plugs. Harry uses an eyedropper to add his cranberry. <laughs> yes. Actually, that would be his preference. He just wants a hint. Like, what's less than a hint? A smidgen? Well, let's I not don't know. Each other dicks quite yet. Well, no, we're not. We're not even at the bar yet. But we'll be there tonight from 6 to 8 p.m. We'll do it live. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. <laughs> and I'm following you. And but, I'll you know, uh, KOP Joe says, I love a little sliver of pink. Not Pink, the uh, singer here from the suburbs, suburbs of Philadelphia. I think she's from Doylestown. Did you know that, right, Doc? I, I did not Absolutely. know that. Come on, Robin. That's bad knowledge that right there. That is bad knowledge. Do I have to give you one of these right now? Uh, probably. Meanwhile, gotten... let's get back to uh, baseball now, Robin. we got a lot of football to cover, but uh, last night in baseball, watching the Phillies and the Atlanta Braves, and – there's no doubt, and there hasn't been doubt since probably May or June, that the Atlanta Braves were clearly the best team in the National League East. Not the best team in baseball because the Dodgers, we saw that, and the Astros are, of course, are in the American League. But when you look at the National League, the best teams, St. Louis is playing well, St. Louis, the Cubs, Milwaukee now, unfortunately, with the injury to last year's MVP. Or the, they're now saying he's not going to be out for a long time. They're not going to do surgery. Mm. On the broken, he actually broke his kneecap fouling a ball Ugh. off the other night. Oh, God, that sounds so painful. <sighs> Shattered. Shattered. Yeah, and you saw the pitch. It was the first inning pitch. Yeah, it, was, it went off of his bat. It yeah, he fouled the ball off, and it hit him right in the right kneecap, and it, sh- and it didn't shatter it. It broke it. Now they're saying it's only going to be six weeks, possibly, because they're not going to have to do surgery. And if it's six weeks, and they don't have to operate, there's a chance that if the Milwaukee Brewers first make the playoffs and they make a deep run, he could be back for that. Then there are other people who are saying, why are you going to do this? Why would you rush him in that event? Well, because the medical people will look and see and he'll be able to tell if there's a lot of pain. Right. You know, because people have broken bones in their bodies. Broken kneecap. Let's remember, the kneecap's not a really big bone. And so, you know, you could have, you have tendons and ligaments and things behind there. Yeah, I'm feeling mine right now. I'm feeling myself too. I got a bulge right there. Oh no, that's not my. Uh, that's not my leg. That's yeah, a little, little lower there, Tony. A little lower. He'd be a better performer, but the guy's the MVP last year. So anyway, that's the baseball. But the Phillies, meanwhile, up and down every night. <clears throat> they're back in it. The next night, they find a way to lose. Last night's game was pretty amazing. There was some great defensive plays made by both teams. It was a well played baseball game. Great catches in the outfield. Phillies were down 3-1. to one. They couldn't score off Dallas Keuchel. They had bases loaded. One out. Bryce Harper couldn't do anything against Dallas Keuchel. Chance right there to get back into the game. Tie it up. Maybe go ahead. So the Phillies had some chances, but not a lot of them because Keuchel was dynamic for the Atlanta Braves. And oh, by the way, the four players. How many of them? Four. Players that the Atlanta Braves picked up at the deadline when all the trades were going on and you could sign free agents, mm-hmm. Dallas Keuchel was a guy that the Braves went after. And they went after him hard, and they signed him. So last night after they win 3-1, to one, Phillies, like I said, made a couple of great catches in the eighth, or it could have been 5 or 6-1. to one. So they kept it at 3-1. to one. Adam Hazley, the left fielder, makes a diving catch 
that probably would have scored a run. And then Bryce Harper, with another run coming to the plate, throws an absolute laser to home plate, knocks out a run, ends the inning. Phillies go into the bottom of the ninth, still trailing only 3-1 to one with a chance. But all four guys that the Braves picked up, the relievers and, of course, the starter, Dallas Keuchel, came through for them last night. So after the game in the Braves winning clubhouse, a local reporter asked Dallas Keuchel a great question. I know you're probably thinking, wait, we have local reporters who ask great questions? The question was, Dallas Keuchel was available for anybody to sign him as a free agent. So when Dallas Keuchel pitched last night and people were talking about were the Phillies going to go after him, there were a couple of teams interested in him because they wanted to make the second half push, Mm -hmm. and the Phillies didn't even go after him, he was asked about whether he felt vindicated by going in here or coming into, uh, coming into uh, Citizens Bank Park and controlling the Phillies. Did he, feel, did he feel any extra juice? Let's go to the tape. Dallas, how, how much um, extra motivation was there to perform the way you did tonight based on the way things did or didn't go down at free agency with the Phillies? I mean, if you don't come calling, what what is there for me to, to be mad about? So, uh, I think they're, I think a lot of those guys over there in the front office are, are second guessing themselves, and I mean, I would too. How about that, huh? How about that? That is yet more condemnation of a Phillies front office that has already been beleaguered. Because remember, the Phillies did all most of their moves. In the offseason. I mean, they went out and made some good moves. Lawrence McCutcheon was a good move and then unfortunately got hurt. You can rip Bryce Harper all you want. The guy busts his butt. He's not the reason that they're not going to make the postseason, more than likely. You know, the, the, the Jay Bruce pickup was good. The point is that when they really, really needed to go top shelf again at the trade deadline and when they had guys that they could sell, they went cheap. They went out and started getting guys... You know, that, let's be honest. Listen, you know, Corey Dickerson is a nice pickup, and they got him for nothing. So he's a nice bat, and he's played well for this team. Jay Bruce, they got him for nothing for the most part. And so those pickups were good for offense. But when it came to pitching, which is, was a glaring problem for this team, especially when they knew their top guys were not going to be able to pitch and went down early, they really didn't address starting pitching. Smiley, was that a great pickup? No. With all due respect to the guy, he was a left-handed pitcher who was good a couple of years ago. Gave him a couple of good starts. So the fact that, that, that Dallas Keuchel is saying, hey, you know what? They didn't come. They didn't scout me. They didn't send anybody to come watch me throw. So was he sticking it in their faces? No, he was answering a question. And the question was, hey, why did, you know, the Phillies, did they get involved? He said, what am I supposed to do? I can't, I can't tell them to call me. So there were a couple teams that did. And the Braves made the deal and got him done. And the Braves are going to be in the postseason. That's a lock. And the Phillies are scratching their heads saying, what do we have now? So I think right there, what Keuchel said post-game last night was even more damaging evidence that this front office would spent crazy money in the other, or stupid money, whatever they called it, Matt Klentak did. They went out and spent stupid or crazy money. Not stupid, crazy Asians. Or was it rich, crazy Asians? Rich, crazy Asians. Well, the the Phillies were stupid, crazy non-Asians. How about that? And now, here you have another player comes in and sticks it in your face. But I don't think Dallas Keuchel was thinking about there when he was out there pitching. No. 
You think Dallas Keuchel's saying, hey, these guys could have had me. No, he's thinking, I play for the Atlanta Braves. Exactly. They came after me. But the point that was made with the question that was asked is, what did the, why did the Phillies, uh, you know, and the fact that then he had to say, well, they didn't come after me. You know, what am I supposed to do? Come yeah. after them? He's the prize. Now, he's the prize. You don't go after somebody when you have people that want you. They come after you. When you don't have a job and you're looking for a job, then you go knocking on doors. When you're one of the plum guys who's hanging out there and a lot of teams can go after you, and the Phillies, because they had Jake Arrieta and all these other big contracts, decided to go cautiously when it came to free agents or picking up guys who were available, all they had to do was sign them. That makes them look bad. That doesn't mean that his agent didn't have discussions with the Phillies. It's just that No, the agent didn't have discussions with the Phillies. You know why? Because the Phillies didn't call his agent. The Phillies didn't send scouts to go look at him work out. Remember, this guy hadn't pitched in a while. Right. So what, what happens when a guy is available and he pitches, teams show up and watch him work out. He's not pitching for anybody. He's a free agent. So all these teams that were interested in Dallas, Dallas Keuchel went there and watched him work out to see what he had. Well, and the Phillies thing. did. Robin, what part of the Phillies I had no, no, no interest and didn't even go and scout the guy? But I Don't you that's, understand? But that's, that's a bad agent then. That didn't no, it's not it. a bad agent. The agent doesn't call teams. No? The teams call the agent. Oh, well, I thought it would be a two-way street. I hate to do it to you, Robin, and you made me get angry for no reason. What don't you f- understand? It's not a bad question because the Phillies were the Phillies weren't the only. I get it. The Phillies weren't the only team that didn't show interest, but there were multiple teams that did, and I think it's a good question because you're a guy. You were available. Yeah. Could have been on the Phillies. I don't think that's a bad question. I, th- I thought that was a good question, and the fact that he answered it. And said, hey, you know what he was supposed to do? They didn't come after me. What am I going to do, come after them? That's not how it works when you're a commodity. When you're a commodity, somebody comes after you. You don't go after them. That's how it works, Robin. When I was a commodity, my agent, somebody wanted to hire me, they called him. Right? They say, hey, we're interested in your client. Let's talk. I just think that, The like, Phillies he, didn't call his agent. If he, if he hadn't been playing for a while, you got to hustle a little bit more. You don't just sit back and wait Robin, for it to be handed to he, you on a silver he platter. He knew he was going to get signed by somebody. somebody. It's not like he was sitting around and the phone wasn't ringing. He True. knew there would be suitors. And the Phillies weren't involved. Am I, gonna, am I ripping the Phillies for not being involved? No, but in hindsight, the fact that they didn't go after a Dallas Keuchel mm-hmm. when they knew their pitching was a disaster and they were counting on Aaron Nola as the only guy. Yeah that they could count on knowing that Jake Arrieta was, was damaged goods and he couldn't pitch. And now you got guys like Nick Pavetta who, who throws 100 pitches in four innings. And then you got all these young guys, that Pavetta, uh, last night Zach Eflin. All these guys are the young guys that they were hoping would develop and become legitimate baseball starters have been shitting the bed. Pavetta last night, I said it to you. I said, look at that. Pavetta's got 70-something pitches in the third inning. Or he's running in the 80s in the third inning. You can't do that. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Clarky Bob. Did the 17-year-old girl call the 12-year-old Tony, Tony? Uh, yes and no. I didn't have, we didn't have cell phones back then. She didn't call. There's she just phones. knocked on back the door. Back then, was it? No, I didn't, have, I didn't give anybody my did phone they, number. Did they have, back in that day when you were 12, mm-hmm. did they have the party line phones? Or no, they, no, no. This, was just, this is just street knowledge. This was just... 
Everybody knew everybody because it was neighborhoods. This there is, still is. FYI, this is in reference to. <laughs> That's good knowledge back right in there. The day to remember that. that Tony lost his virginity at age twelve to a seventeen-year-old girl. Now, am I supposed to be ashamed or proud of that, Robin? Ah, uh, well, I'm sure many, many, many people would be admiring you. So nowadays, though, I think that there. You would know, be not all different. heroes. Wear capes, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I learned, Robin? Actually, I didn't learn. Now, were you a Boy Scout? Did you come prepared? I was always prepared. But you know what, Robin? Well, no, she learned the truth at 17. I learned it at 12. At 12. <laughs> 12 years old. <laughs> My God. This is a depressing song, though. Yes, it is. Sorry, Janice. I just wanted a taste of seven. Not, not now. I'm just too young. Although it is the age of consent in many states, unfortunately. Oh, well, I know what I was like at 17. And Were you frisky and promiscuous, Robin? Um, well, I lost my virginity at 17, but uh, I was very interested in sex wow. way before that. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Ruth needs to come in here right now <laughs> and get this show under control. <laughs> Dr. Ruth, last time up. I, I remember moving moving to the States at 17 and listening to Dr. Ruth as I was going to sleep. I, I tell you, you I gotta find I gotta find the tape. Because when I was working in New York in the 80s, Dr. Ruth was the big thing on WYNY in uh-huh. New York. She was on the station. She's still going strong. Yeah, but no, but She's she amazing. was like she was like a phenom. Everybody uh, listened to her yeah. uh, in New York City on WYNY, Dr. Ruth. And people would tape her shows. And I had a, cl- a clip of her. i got to find it. I have it somewhere. It's a girl calling Dr. Ruth. And I don't know if it was a put-on or not. Dr. Ruth wasn't a put-on. But the woman calls and says, Dr. Ruth, I'm, I'm about to get married, and I, I don't know how to perform oral sex on my future husband. I've never done it before. Can you explain it? And then Dr. Ruth proceeds to go through she breaks a sorted blow-by-blow, blow, so to speak. <laughs> but a very scientific breakdown. It is one of the funniest. I mean, it was one of the most raw, real, and natural things you'll ever hear. But hearing a little old Jewish lady on the radio. And now hey. we're talking in the 80s yeah, now. Yeah, I know. And she was old then. Many people learned but the a whole, lot I got, I got to find this. This is the absolute greatest fellatio breakdown in recorded history. Seriously. It is absolutely classic material. I, that's my mission. I got to find that. I know a lot of my friends have to have it. Between awesome. the, It's that and your 911 tape. Those are the only two <laughs> things you want. <laughs> Speaking of 911, <clears throat> we will have a 911 isn't a joke in Philadelphia update today. This is a story we got poo-pooed about a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. In fact, I want to do this right now, Robin. Remember our friend Brenda Marie up there in Reading? Who else was talking about the spotted lanternfly epidemic in the suburbs earlier this summer? They we, called in. and Yeah, we had a bunch of people call in. One guy said, oh, you know, they're out here now, but they're not going to be around long. And then Brenda Marie, our good friend up in Reading, Pennsylvania said that they're up here, <clears throat> but there's not as many of them. But guess where they went, Robin? They're here in Philadelphia. They are here now, and they are hungry. 
And guess what's happening here in Philadelphia? What is happening? Now that people are seeing. And, and here, here's the lovely spotted lanternfly. This spotted like. lanternflies. They're actually from Asia. Did you know that? Of and, course. And in Asia, there are no known predators. So they don't get eaten up. But they do what they do. They don't hurt people. Uh-huh. They feed on vegetation, trees right. and leaves and stuff. And, it's and they destroy them. To destroy them. So now they're in, in parks in the city. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So in Asia, they have natural predators, but here they do not. Is that right? No. In Asia, they don't have natural predators. As well. Right. And so nobody, nothing eats them. Okay. So somehow they got here, obviously, in a carton and a container or something. And then they're voracious. And here there's no, there's no actual method of killing them except one... Uh, I read the story this morning. One entomologist at a local university uh-huh. came up with the way to get rid if of them. You see them as each individual, each each one of us can the do something gun? to stop. Not the assault. I think that would work though. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm not kidding. This. You know what she said? Do you need some water, Tony? <clears throat> I have water right here. You know what the entomologist said? What? Quote: Don't feel bad squishing them. So basically, kill those mfers. I'm gonna squish them sons of bitches. Not the group Asia. They had nothing to do with the spotted lantern. Cujo knows. Get that motherfucking bug gun. (laughs) No, they're from Asia. I'm not making this up. Although, let's play a block of Asia right now. What's your favorite Asia song, Robin? I know what it is. This is my favorite Asia song. You know what song this is, right, Robin? This is yeah, probably the yeah. biggest monster hit, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, and Burton Gus says you got to kill the eggs, too. They can hatch even if the bug is dead. It's an outrage. Now, can you see the eggs, like, hanging on the female's butt, or does she lay them and leave them? You think I'm looking at females' butts now unless looking, they ask me first no, I'm with, asking, the, with permission? No, uh, I'm asking Burton Gus because he seems to know. I think it was KOP. Wasn't it KOP Joe that called us with uh, information? It was somebody that's saying, you know, here they are, but uh, everybody's overreacting, and then... Brenda Marie said, oh, don't worry about him. Now, they're not, they don't hurt humans. But here's the best part of the story. Okay. Just when you thought this story couldn't get any more bizarre, our fine citizens of Philadelphia, you know what they've been doing when they see these things now on their trees and neighborhoods? And by the way, they're not very large. No, but they have wings, though. Yeah. Not, and they didn't get it from Red Bull either, by the way. Red Bull did not give them wings. But they're all over the place now. So what do you do when you see an insect that you've never seen before? What do you do, Tony? You call. Not Ghostbusters. You call Public Enemy. Because, ladies and gentlemen, yes, Philadelphia police have now requested that our fine citizens of this major metropolitan area do not, remember, do not call 911 if you see a spotted lantern fly. Can you believe people call 911? Jeez, Louise. Now, here you see the variety of spotted lantern flies. There's the gray, there's the black. There's one that's very well uh, camouflaged on bark. I'm going to go out as a spotted lantern fly. When they open their wings, they're actually kind of pretty in a way. They are pretty. They're not that big either. So, believe it or not, while they're still trying to find out what to do, whether it's safe chemicals and stuff, you know, because not everybody's going to be out there stomping on the street, stomping on uh, spotted yeah. lantern flies. Kill them. Kill them with and fire. I don't think if <laughs> maybe assault rifles, the ones that I have, the assault, S-A-L-T rifle. See, if I saw one, I would try it. 
Again, because I have entomologists telling us the only way you can stop them now is by squishing them. I didn't think that was a really scientific way of having somebody, yeah. you know, like I remember when we were kids, we used to get ants and get the, uh, you get the magnifying, magnifying glass, glass and you would fry some ants by getting the sun's rays on it. Yes. Sort of like the deadly gamma radiation that turned uh, somebody into uh, the Hulk, right? Didn't he have gamma radiation? Uh-huh. By the way, I, that reminds me of a Dear Abby. Uh, there was one of those Dear Abbeys that's, that had all these weird things that people ask. Like, uh, you know, um, it, should it be okay if my father-in-law before the marriage wants to check me in a special uh, ceremony to see if I'm still a virgin? Those kinds of things. But one of them was uh, a woman who called in saying, is, there, is, is my daughter... Um, a is she a going to be a mass murderer because she likes stomping on ants, and she's like two years old. Is my two year old? Uh, do I need to worry that that she's going to become a mass murderer because she likes stomping on ants? As long as you don't buy her a gun, Robin. <laughs> as long as you don't buy her a gun. No, and it's hard to stab ants. You know, it's really hard yeah. to stab. But anyway, I don't like killing insects. No, I mean flies, obviously. But this, these, these are the the problem with these suckers is that they absolutely decimate vegetation, trees, um, all sorts of things. So and obviously when the wet, but see, the thing is now we're going into fall, you know, and it's foliage time, and I'm not talking, you know, I love watching the fall foliage and the leaves change colors, but these, these bugs, these spotted lanternflies, are destroying a lot of vegetation, not just in parks and stuff where people love to go and look at the beauty, on people's properties. Burton Gus says he had to cut down a couple of maple trees, I believe it was. Yeah, neighbor had to cut down three maples because little bastards ravaged them in a few weeks. Now, one of the great ideas is wrap it. If you, if you see the spotted... You wrap that rascal? You wrap the tree in uh, that sticky... Um, yeah, but they're not tape. like... But, they, but do they... Because a lot of bugs walk up the trees, and that's when they get stuck in that stuff. If, they, if they're not going to just fly into the stuff by, by accident. Well, but if you see them on trees... I mean, they here. Hold, let me see if I can f- get this photograph up. It's, it's pretty uh, scary because they cover, they absolutely cover. The oh tree. yeah. So here's a photograph. You know, we you have the, the gypsy moths. They're yeah. over in jerseys. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm always afraid of gypsies, although they, some of the chicks are hot, but I, they're probably dirty. And I think, I think what they do is they burrow in, and then they lay their eggs in the tree, and then the mat, the, 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 before they turn into flies, there's the moths that have maggots or larvae. Mm-hmm. They burrow in, and they're the ones that kill the trees. Well, we don't have maggot problems. We have, the only maggot problems in this city are in City Hall, unfortunately. And there's no way to get rid of them. But Pert and Gus says there is a spray that kills them, but it has to be a certified pest control sprayer dude that applies it. Had mine sprayed, and they stayed off those guys. Interesting. Uh, by the way, this breaking news from City Hall, now that Jim Kenny, our mayor here in Philadelphia, has found out about it, we have breaking news. Jim Kenny plans to institute a, lander, a lantern bug tax that must be paid for every spotted lantern bug that you kill. You must scrape up the remains, put them in a plastic bag, and bring them to City Hall. And then the woman that was dancing with Mayor in his sanctuary to yes. his assistant, yes. she will come out and collect all the lantern flies, and then you'll, it'll be a buyback program. So instead of taking your guns to City Hall to buy back the guns that the city never owned, that's why I don't understand they call it a buyback. 
Isn't a buyback something that you paid for and you return it to the person you bought it from? If, if the government yes. wants to buy, if Mayor Kennedy wants to buy, buy me a gun and then I don't like it with, I'll send it, he'll can buy yeah. it back from me. You ain't buying back from something I didn't buy from you. So what's this buyback bullshit? You know what I'm saying? Here are 10 tips to fight the spotted line. Oh, wait, we have 10 tips now? The very, very first one is... Not just for a second, though. This is not the tip for just a second. No, this is... This is breaking a spotted... Don't call 911 again. Do not call 911 if you see a spotted lantern fly in the greater Philadelphia area. In the suburbs, you're on your own. The uh, number one way to kill la- or to, to get rid of and f- help fight the spotted lantern fly is smushing the bugs. That's what I said. That's I know. what entomologists are it saying, is, Robin. It is smushing. Is not the, the most- bakers at Entomans. They say, hey, we're not going to put them in any of our pastries, even though people are eating bugs nowadays. It's, I love the fact that they are saying smushing. Smushing the that bugs. That is, is violence. Like- and I believe that is absolutely the wrong message to send to our women and children out there, but it also, that you want to kill a poor, innocent bug that has had nothing to do, has done nothing to hurt you. This is a be, it's kill or be killed kind of thing. No, it's Tony. not. They're yes, not it, killing you. They're just killing your damn trees. And then that means that other animals and bugs and stuff will get killed because that's their home. I know that. So it says here, if the flies are on a hard surface. I just want to sound a little bit today. I'm more love, woke. I love this. If the fly, they even give you hints. If the fly is on a hard surface, fly swatters and wiffle ball bats Boom. work really well. Boom. <laughs> and then it says, if you miss the first time, don't give up. Lanternflies jump well the first time, but not as well the second time. And then they lose energy. So if you follow the bug, get it. Just get it. If That's funny. So there is no actual, like, other than murdering these things, there is no actual, like, legitimate way to get rid of because the woman the uh, the entomologist now I'm not talking about some guy on Twitter just making shit up I saw this story where they actually have entomologists saying first of all squish them and that right now there is no actual solution to fix it number to stop nine them. on this list what bug assault no yes oh where is mine the you, bug hey, assault you damn you damn spotted lantern flies you come into my house I may have to do an assault gun video. I may have to go out. Now, we can't do it today because we're working. But tomorrow, Friday, because we're not doing a daytime show, we're going to do the nighttime into the night show. Here's my plan privilege to you. Tomorrow, Miss Robin and I will not go rabbit hunting looking for wascally wabbits. Are we going to go lantern fly hunting? We're going to go lantern fly hunting, and I have a fully automatic, fully loaded. In fact, I'm going to go call. I'm going to go to Morton's. Not the steakhouse. It's too expensive. I'm going to go buy a five-pound box of salt. Morton salt. salt. No, rock salt's too big. Oh. you got to have really finely. It's like, it's like coarse, espresso. But coarse salt. No, coarse no? does not shoot out of here. No? you got to have finely. Well, let me say what it, here. I will read okay. to you from. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> <laughs> Bug Assault. The Bug Assault is a gun that shoots table salt at close range. I got one right here. It's for mostly small insects like flies, but it works great on lantern flies. Here's a link to one that works. And with older flies, the first shot may not kill them, but it will stun them, and then you can squish. Let me fire off a blast. I need to fire off a blast right now, Robin, even though there's nothing here to kill. I got to remember to take the safety off, see? Safety first, kids. Yes. When you're out there trying to slaughter as many spotted lantern flies as possible, and now we have the government's approval. So you are not going out there without a legal gun. This is a legal assault gun, still available in stores. 
until Kmart decides and Walmart decides we can't be selling these weapons of war. It is war. It's us against the stinking bugs. They're bugging the hell out of me. I want them dead, and I want them dead now. Oh, man, that was good. Damn. Well, Do they stop selling the salt for these in Walmart, too, and all the other woke stores and Kroger's? It's just regular salt, although Burton Gas says that I've heard kosher salt works best. It's a little more coarse than regular table salt, but not too coarse. So that so it's so it's be kosher kill. It'd be like yes. halal spotted lanternflies. Ah, see? It's, it's painless. If you use kosher salt, they would then be halal, right? Sort of. Sort of. Similar methods of killing. Oh, man. And Burton Gus, are you getting good lantern fly info on Sports <laughs> Center? No freaking Hell no. way. Do you see people going out and trying to save the community? We don't have any high tax plans. We're not going to charge you. In fact, I just thought of a new get-rich-quick scheme here in Philadelphia, Robin. We go out and get a couple more of these babies. Yes. Because you know they're not allowed to sell the uh, camo ones here in Philadelphia? I know. Do you believe that? Here in Philadelphia, ladies and gentlemen, you cannot purchase an actual camo version of the bug assault, the original salt gun. Because it would be, I don't know. How are the bugs, what happens if they see you coming? Because you have a bright yellow one like I do. Apparently and you don't have a afraid. camo. Wouldn't you need a camo one and the full camo gear and the paint, the black paint mask and the full mask and then a ninja, ha- a ninja band around your head? And then you crawl on the streets of Philadelphia, actually crawling through the cigarette butts and the dog poop that some dumbass neighbor with a gigantic dog didn't pick up because they have a 200-pound dog living in a 500-square-foot house. That's why we need... Are you referencing a neighbor that lives here somewhere? Well, not just one in particular. It's a lot. And, not, and most people pick up their dog shit. Yeah, they do. But you know That's what a lot of people are doing now? There's a lot of now? people in their backyards. They just let it. And, and their backyards are like the footprint of a square. Exactly. One by one foot. And uh, they don't pick it up every single day. How can you not pick that shit up? Literally. Speaking of shit. <laughs> Wait a minute. I could see it now. Tomorrow. We're going to do this tomorrow. We're going to take out the little mini cam, the pivot cam. What do you call it, Robin, now? The gimbal? Yes, the gimbal. The gimbal cam. And we'll be able to do it here because we've got a lot of trees on our street, right? I want to make sure if there are spotted lanternfly, mm-hmm. lanternflies, because we'll be in here and we'll have access to Internet so that we could do this live on our Twitch stream during the day tomorrow. We can go out and launch a full-out assault, sort of like bombing ISIS with like 8,000-pound bombs, except we're going to use a couple of ounces of salt. And we don't have any B-52 bombers or stealth bombers here in South Philadelphia. We will have live lantern fly action, yo. This is us. This is us protecting our community, protecting our trees. I have not saving seen the trees, Robin. I have not seen any of them in this neighborhood. Have you looked closely? You've noticed a lot of tr- lot of leaves are falling. That's true. It could be those damn spotted lantern flies, without us even being aware of it, destroying. Not only destroying Philadelphia, destroying the planet. You want to talk about a climate crisis, an existential threat to our city? Well, besides Jim Kenney and D.A. Larry Krasner, the biggest existential threat to Philadelphia right now is spotted lanternflies. So bad that people have resorted to calling 911. That sounds like a problem to me, Robin. You know, if there's a problem, 
Yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while the DJ revolves it. Oh, yes. Damn, it feels good. This isn't fully automatic, though. It's okay. It's only semi because you, you have to cock it. There's only one shot at a time. So I don't want any of you people who think I have a fully automatic assault rifle to call the police, call the authorities, and have the Philadelphia DA's office come in here and arrest me for 17 years in jail for having an illegal gun. Last but not least on the lantern fight, yes. do not kill yellow jacket spiders no. or assassin bugs because apparently those are the only three that people have been showing killing lantern flies. So I, you know what the best part is? I have my special ops glasses that I ordered too from late night television. You see all those guys, yes. Chris Peranto, Tonto Peranto, be ready, special ops. Didn't I buy a pair of those? No, you know, like in Walmart. Yeah, I bought those. No. Because they're the ones that, that make you see in the glare. I so know, when there's sun glare. You, you wanted some. No, I have some somewhere, Robin. Okay. I got to put my special ops with no glare. And then when I put them on, I'll also see the American Eagle in them. When I look at a spotted lanternfly, the symbol of the American flag shows up. That's the real special ops right there. I can see this now. I got to go out and buy some camo gear. Well, I have my camo shorts on today. Uh-huh. So I got the camo shorts. I got to find a real, like, Murica shirt, put that on. And, and then I got to get some knee pads, which I have from all the construction we've done. Uh-huh. This way I can go crawling in the streets in full, in full SWAT team position. I can go full Rambo in South Philly. Hey, yo, Rambo. I mean, Stallone's from, from here. Yeah, yeah. I can even talk like Rambo. You know, put the, the, the paint on my face and do the whole bit. Would that be good? Yes. We're going to do that tomorrow. We will do it tomorrow. We will lock and load for your pleasure, daytime dining, and entertainment purposes. So there you have it again, ladies and gentlemen. Don't, who, says, who says stupid talk radio shows on Twitch can't do anything to help their community? Is anybody else out there willing you, to do this? You are bound and determined to rid the U.S. of, of this, this scourge. Scourge. That's what I do to give back to my community. Jersey Dude, 1960, says, first you need to get a blessing from Father Guido Sarducci. No, I go to, I go to Father Jim in St. Uh, Tim's here in South Philly. Or actually, it's uh, St. Uh, where's the church here? St. Nick's. St. Nick's. Father Nick at St. Nick's. Coincidence? That seems I pretty think easy. Not. By the way, the lines are open if you would like to call. Uh, we have just one more hour of the show since That's we right. Are, We're only going until 2, and we got a lot of stuff to, to cover, too. So the phone number if, uh, is up on the screen, but it's 215-462-TONY, 215-462-8669. And by the way, we will have a... Hockey action, yo, update today, Robin. Hockey action. Because the guys, the boys are on the ice and they're already playing preseason games, Robin. In fact, the, when the first skate touched the freshly made ice, they were playing a game within 20 seconds of that. <laughs> God, I love that sound. You know what else they were playing? In St. Louis, especially. Yeah.
Yeah. Is this yeah. was was this part of the disco phase? We were talking about it yesterday. Yeah, people could say so. I mean, she was wearing. It was a good dance song. She was wearing the black satin pants in this video, so. The Flyers rookies played last night against the Islander. And I believe they lost in overtime. But it doesn't count, Robin. You know what I mean? Sort of like horseshoes and hand grenades. This is I 80s. Need to, I need to get on the ice this, this uh, winter. I need to get some ice in my cocktail tonight over at Screwballs. How about miss, that transition to another that plug? That was good. I miss ice skating, though. I know it was all rookies. By the way, I have breaking news. I announced this a little earlier, but I now have confirmed it. Unlike Lawrence O'Donnell, who had to change his story because he gave the information without having two sources of confirmation. Uh-huh. Remember that a couple weeks ago? Yes. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I have breaking news breaking that I can news? finally release. I have had confirmation now from multiple sources, not just one or unnamed sources. No. This is breaking. <laughs> The New England Patriots have just signed. You ready for this? I'm ready. They have just signed. Justify. <gasps> Ladies and gentlemen, congrats. Let's give it up. <laughs> they needed a couple more horses in that stable up there, not knowing what's going to happen to Antonio Brown, not knowing what's going to happen to Josh Gordon or Gronk. Man. You never can have too many horses in your stable, Robin. And Justify has now been signed. Bob Baffert seen loading him into a trailer and taking him down to Miami where he will not run at the local Florida racetracks. He will be getting ready. What a crazy story. For the New England Patriots and the Miami Dolphins this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. You're not getting that anywhere else. <laughs> It's a crazy, crazy, crazy story about Justin. You know the best part? Now, the sad story is, if you haven't heard this, and I'm not going to do a whole show on horse racing or bring in horse racing experts, it's pretty simple. Justify, who won the Kentucky Derby in 2018, technically, by letter of the law, should not have run in the Kentucky Derby the first leg because he failed a drug test. And, of course, if you know the sport of horse, the sport three of kings. Three weeks prior. To three it. weeks prior. And again, there was one of the, the drug that was in is apparently comes from some sort of weed that grows wild. It can. It, it can. It can. What's the weed called? Uh, Not Jim's, wacky tobacco. Jimson weed. Jimson weed. Yeah. And it is. I often, know him. I know him. It is often found in uh, areas where there is horse manure um, and it can easily be mixed into their regular feed hay. Without realizing hey, it. It's and for horses, by the way. The seeds from Jensen weed mimic, have the same ingredient as a particular type of drug that has been known to be used in horses as a, um, uh, what do you call it? I don't know what it is. I don't care about well, it's the It's one of the illegal bullshit. substances that they should not have in their system. So now there are people denouncing Bob Baffert, claiming that he uh, got, got the horse into the derby knowing that the horse flunked a test, and then the horse goes on to win the triple crown. Performance enhancing. That's yes, what exactly. And he goes on to win the triple crown. You know, the only consolation for people is that if you had tickets and you hit the superfectas and you got the triple crown winning ticket, you don't have to give your money back. Nope. Now, the bigger question is, if this, can, this investigation continues, can they strip justify of a triple crown? 
That's the, that's to me will be the uh, the end of this story because they're going to have to make a determination. I know they say, well, listen, Bob, but now there's a lot of horse people all over Bob Baffert, who's one of the greatest trainers of all time. And the question is, you can still like for example, if you bet on USC when they won those national championships uh-huh. that they got stripped of eventually for the cheating scandal, the people who won still they don't won. Care, yeah, the players who won still consider themselves champions. It's just something that on the record comes down. Mm-hmm. You know, Heisman trophies that were stripped from Reggie Bush, they were stripped. And so was Kim Kardashian by Reggie Bush. But that's a different story for a different time. But then again, who didn't strip Kim Kardashian back in the day in Southern California? I mean, seriously. If you hadn't made a movie with Kim Kardashian or hung out with Reggie Bush in the OC, Uh you weren't shit in SoCal. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't represent in the 619, Robin. No. What's the matter with you? She was like a rite of passage. (laughs) By the way, uh, if Justify gets mono this season, we know how he got it. He was hanging out with Darnold with the New York Jets in New Jersey probably. Although there's probably a lot of uh, infectious diseases all over the place. You don't have to go just to the Jersey Shore to get it. You don't have to hang out with Snooki and the gals. No, no. I'm sure that the locker rooms have those special Skittles. <laughs> and now poor Sam Darnold, poor, the guy's making gazillions of dollars, is going to be the butt end of jokes now. And they already started. People are posting, like, these really incredible make-out scenes. There's one with a couple of celebrities. Did you see that one this no, morning? No, I don't even know who these two schmoes are. But it's all over the Internet now. Branded Sports posted it. Uh-huh. Uh, what's the other site that posts a lot? of uh, Barstool. It's two celebrities. I don't know who these two stunads are. But they're, like, looking at each other. They got booze behind them on a counter. If anybody has seen this, and they're talking, and you can tell they're looking. And all of a sudden, they start kissing, and it's the whole stick my tongue in your mouth and your face and everything else. You got to find that okay, video, Robert. Right who, who are the two celebrities here? Because these aren't just a couple of stu nods. I have no freaking well, clue. Well, they're a couple of stu nods. But uh, these people. <laughs> So this is this is the video. This is the ever, video. This is the video that's going. This around. is the Sam. The how Sam Darnold possibly contracted mononucleosis. Let's go to the tape if you're watching it. Oh, there you go. Now the woman does with full, full tongue all the way starting at the chin <laughs> and then going all the way up and then I mean that's some passionate kissing right there. Is that not Robin? That. Uh, yeah. I've, I've been known sloppy, to do that at times. That's sloppy kissing. That is that's sloppy. Not, that's not passionate. That's just sloppy. No, that's bad. It's a, it starts sloppy. Sometimes it starts as sloppy. Sometimes <laughs> maybe good, sometimes maybe <laughs> shit. You know who those two people are? I have no idea. Am I supposed to? Apparently they're somebody, they're like uh, these tween star people. I don't know who they are. Do I look like a tween star fan? Well, you should be up on popular culture, Robin. Me, my pop culture knowledge ends at tweens who I don't know who can't sing, and everything is done with stupid auto-tune, and I'm supposed to care, and then next year we won't know who they are. I'm about, uh, I'm about the test of time. I'm somebody, you give me Marvin Gaye forever. You give me people who have been around forever, and their hits will be played forevermore. Most of these tween stars now, in 10 years from now, these songs won't even be played. Disney will get rid of their Mbop channel, on Sirius XM, and all of these songs will be dumped in the ocean where they belong. You know what I'm saying? Ridiculous, man. Oh, they're Nickelodeon stars. Oh, okay. You know, one day you get yeah, slimed. The first day you get slimed. <laughs> the next day you're sliming your girlfriend. Yeah, really. On a, on a viral video 
where your chick is like licking you from the, the, the chin up. When the chick starts on the chin up and then works it, that's, that's, have listen, you Robin, anybody, have you, I, I hate to say it, but I got to give them a little bit of a. Have you had anybody, any woman ever, <laughs> ever think that it was sexy to lick your face? Just go. No, no, that's, I'm joking. No, but I don't I mean, even I like that... when chicks stick their, their tongues in my ear. A lot of people like that. I don't but like Tony, that. I don't like I'm the try- sound of it. I'm I hear to it coming in. We did that story. <laughs> that is actually a life-saving technique. I should be doing it daily. No, no. It's stimulating your that ear. That doesn't stimulate me. It's not about what stimulates you down there. It's what stimulates your brain. It doesn't stimulate my brain, Robin. <laughs> I did a story on it. I know we did. I, I know, but no. But no. Can you, can you crank me up yes. a little bit, Robin? This is not the uh, big version. You know, yeah, this is the popular version. You know what song this is, right, Robin? Passionate Kisses. By Mary Chapin Carpenter. Is it too much to ask? I want a comfortable bed. I think Beto's playing the drums in this song. Cujo knows breaking Nickelodeon makeout kids just ink to deal with Pornhub. Well, they gotta have their own. I mean, after you after you've done Nickelodeon when you're a tween. Yes. What else is left? Pornhub, homemade DVDs, being found trashed on Hollywood Boulevard and getting interviewed by TMZ when you're throwing down in a chick fight. But you know, Vivid's <laughs> probably contacted him for sure. Oh, absolutely. They got skills. Yes, they do. To pay the bills. Yeah, I don't like that. That. Ugh. No, I don't either. But I just thought it was lick, funny. That lick face. That lick face thing. Never. Is never that Mary Jane Rottencrotch? No, that's not her. Bob from Valley Forge. You get turned on when Robin sticks her finger in your. Come on now, come on, Bob. We don't give that kind of personal information on the show. Who do you think we are, Doctor Ruth? Who do you think we are, Jeffrey Epstein? Who do you think we are, members of Congress, the White House? And celebrities in Hollywood are into that kind of kinky stuff? <sighs> Meanwhile, we have uh, sad news today for video game players. Did you see this, Robin? No, I don't think so. GameStop. You know GameStop. I have spent many, I've taken my son there many, 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 many times. They are shutting down No. 180 to 200 stores. Oh my gosh, soon. you know what this means? It means I can't find Bruno Madden 05, 05, 06, and 07 for $3 in the discount bin? Well, exactly, <laughs> which means that now, instead of them being on sale for, you know, $0.05, cents, they're going to go... Wait a minute, some- Robin. They never will go down to $0.05. Cents. <laughs> Not as long as I'm living and breathing and Ray Lewis still has fans who see him on the cover of 05. But now they might become collector's items. They should there's be. Because no you're not going to be able to find now, them Now, let anywhere. me point out. There are 5,700 GameStop stores all over the, all over the world in yeah. 14 different countries. So the ones they're going to close are the ones that they say are underperforming. So in some malls, they don't do well. In some places, okay. you know, they're not even in malls. They do well because there's a lot of people walking right. around. But there's locations like that aren't so wait, in. Out like of the 5,000-something that they have, they're only closing how many? 180 to 200. Oh. So it, it sounds like they're going out of business, but they're not. So you see the headline, GameStop. Closing uh, almost 200 stores, it's going to be the ones that aren't performing. You're not going to pay people to sit in a store all day 
and play with themselves when nobody's coming in to buy the games. Well, KOP Joe says, it means that you can't trade your $500 PlayStation for $5. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is so true. Exactly. Now, our... R. Fitz G. R. Fitz G. says, my son had Bruno wings the other night. He said they were delicious. That's over at the Jog Handle Inn in New Jersey. Yes, my name is on the menu, and so is my DNA. But luckily, they clean it up every night before they start serving more product. They are good. And speaking of lick face, you got got to lick your face after that. Yeah, and the only lick face I know are all those Sixer douches who uh, put that as a hashtag when they're sucking up to failed lottery picks and process stiffs. That's the lick face. When I see lick face... That's who I think of first. I don't think of that chick licking the guy's face. I think of Stu Nods on Twitter who used that as a hashtag to try to prove to everybody how cool they are. Too cool for school, man. Lick face. Lick face. Lick face. I don't even Use know what that it means. In a sentence. I don't even know what that means other than the literal term. Five cents. You really, Robin? That's the kind of respect? Do you know who I am? Did I not give your damn kids copies of Madden 050607 yes. yes. when I met you 10 years ago and that was still a thing? Do you realize that people still... De- 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 well, they were worse. They you, were... you would believe people still credit 05, Madden 05, as the greatest version of Madden ever? I'm not saying this. I know. This isn't from me. This is from experts. You ask all the Madden heads out there who play in Madden tournaments every weekend for big caches and fabulous prizes. Even the prizes. guys that work for EA Sports... They even admit. They acknowledge. They acknowledge. When I walk into any EA function, the room stops and everybody takes a second and bows. Some of them kneel before Zod, but most of them, it's like, we know when the Pope walks into the room, there's a hush over the crowd. And they say, you know who that is that just walked in here? Into the GameStop store on a Saturday afternoon? It's Tony Bruno, man. Man. Madden 05, 06, 07, (gasps) yo. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Big sexy. I would let Robin, Robin lick my face. Now, you see what happens, Robin, when you do that kind of stuff? But I don't like licking. I mean, that whole thing. It's not appealing. <laughs> Scrapple Joe says, so, 200 more nail salons in our future? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there just aren't enough nail, nail salons. salons. I'm not kidding. We make the jokes about Starbucks on every 15 feet. Here in South Philadelphia, you cannot go. A block. I know. And in some blocks, there are like one on every corner mm-hmm. where you have to have dueling nail salons. And you have to figure out, now do I have to try all four to see which one's the best? Am I kidding here, Robin? Which design do I like better? But I found out, <laughs> I found out a new place that has taken nail salons to the next level. How, what's I that? pointed it out to my sisters. who drive. It's on Broad Street here in South Philadelphia. Uh-huh. It's not called a nail salon. You know what it's called, Robin? What is it called? A nailery. 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 N-A-I-L-E-R-Y. You know what that says to me? Nailery? What does that say? It says we're going to charge you 10 times more than that <laughs> little Asian lady who only give, you know, gives you, uh, yes. gives you a, the design for $5. Nailery. That's like drinkery. You see these bars now? Drinkeries. So instead of a bar, it's a brewery. It, no, not a brewery. Drinkery. Drinkery. So drinkery automatically says to me, hipsters... And you're paying not Robin would fit in a drinkery. She'll go in there and say, What's the most expensive, most high alcohol content beer you can pour me, sir? Does it necessarily have to go hand in hand that the most the highest alcohol content is also the most expensive? Alcohol's not that expensive, Robin. I can make it right here in the basement. 
without much expense. Well, then do it. That's what I'm saying. Drinkeries, nailleries. So anything well, does with nailery an not have the, an air of pretentiousness? It does. Nailery. So in, otherwise, in other words, everything with ery is going to automatically be 10 times more. So nailery, winery, brewery, my, drinkery. Mikey my, my misses hair plugs. Nailery? That's what I used to call my bachelor pad. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jersey Dude, 1968. Douchebaggery? Douchebaggery is uh, pretty much every place that calls themselves nailery or drinkery. <laughs> I'm not, my sisters thought it was a was a, a uh, thought it was a law office. I'm not kidding. It's right here on Broad Street. There's a place that has a does a couple of things, but in the middle of it, it has a really nice name. I mean, it's a classy looking joint. Yeah. And then you're thinking, oh, it's a law office because there's a million. There's either law offices or or uh, or funeral directors on Broad Street here in South Philly. If you've not been down here, you go down toward the stadium complex. There are more funeral directors on this stretch of Broad Street than there are in the rest of the world. Yeah, it's one, it's every, some of them are like right next to each other. It's like boom, 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 yeah, boom. Boom, 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 boom. It's hard to, to figure out where you want to die now anymore. I mean, did, were, were, when they first started there, were there that many people that were dying all at once? I know that here in the city there were districts. So there was like the, the garment, garment district. Well, in most the, cities, in most right. big metropolitan so, cities, you was, got the garment district. Was this the funeral parlor district? No, it's called the Italians, and they were all funeral directors. <laughs> all the Italian funeral directors are on South Broad Street here in South Philly. Not that there's anything wrong with that. People die. Business is always alive. It's just weird. At a that funeral it's all parlor. in the same spot. It's, it's just kind of weird. It's like jeweler's row. Yeah. It's like uh, garment row. I mean, there were no, it was actually, uh, it's now all of those places, there was like kitchen row mm-hmm. down there on like Second Street between Race and Arch. Yeah. Where like all the kitchen supply places were there for restaurants to go in and mm-hmm. buy their stainless steel stuff that they have in kitchens. Now all those places are being turned into million dollar condos. You know, and, and all the garment district stuff where you can go buy in cloth. There's a couple of them left. And that was mostly Jewish immigrants who would come here and would sell, you know, sun, their various sundries. Yes. I like that word, sundries. sundries. Nobody uses that anymore. No, they don't. What's the matter with people? Eatery. Everything has to have an E-R-Y on it. Eatery, drinkery, Although eatery, nailery, and most importantly, fuckery. I mean, that's my favorite one. <laughs> but I think that's illegal do still they, here in South Philly. Do they have a store for that? <laughs> Actually, I think they do. There is a store for that. <laughs> Come to think of it. Tom Foolery. See, that's, that's clean at least. Yes. You can add E-R-I to the end of er- E-R-Y Why? to the end of everything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> See the kinds of things that we uh that we delve into on this show? Well, unfortunately, we can't say wine, the, the Tony Bruno wine celery, because that's... No, that's not. So, and it's, you know, celery is only what the yeah. Wonder Pets get yes. when they actually find an animal in trouble. It's time for some celery. Brunery. Brunery. Br- wait, wait. How do you say that? Brunery. Brunery. And then, of course, there's Brunery. Barney's Beanery. And you know where that is, Robin. We've been in there. We have? Barney's Beatery, Beanery. Not Beatery. On the Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica, California. What are you talking about? We've been in there many times. It's right on the Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica. Hello? Do I really have to give you one of these now? I don't remember Barney's Beanery. And then, of course, for all you married people out there, there's always misery. (laughs) 
<laughs> and you pay extra for that, too. That comes with a guaranteed lifetime of... Uh, no, and again, I'm joking. I know there's a lot of happily married... But there's some happily married people still out there. <laughs> Misery. <laughs> Misery loves company. No, it's company. See, that doesn't rhyme. Great play. <laughs> yeah, but Bruno's... Not Bruno's beanery. Barney's beanery. Look it up, Robin. It's right on the sand. It's on, I'm sure. You know where your Third Street Promenade is? I do. How many times have we used to walk well. down there I and throw remember. money at all these people who are better musicians than you'll see on television I or a recording artists? I got to give you another one of these. Mailery. Gropery. No, that's that's not really. So you got to. It's got to be something that makes sense. Eatery. I go down to Stogies and get two dollar. I get the bucket of Rolling Rocks when I go to Stogies. But then I got to go and pay $72 to take out the cash that I need to buy the $2 bottle of uh, bucket of Rolling Rocks. That's the smartest thing about cash-only joints uh-huh. everywhere. They always have that ATM machine that charges you a month's rent just to, to take out $100. <laughs> and you know what you have to do on those things? You can't just take out like $100. You got to take out like $300 because it's the same cost. Mm-hmm. That's basically like being banged. Seven and a half percent. It's almost like Jim Kenny is running these places to bang you with an extra seven and a half percent surcharge on top of the taxes and all the other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Is is Barney's where Jim Morrison used to hang out from the doors? I wouldn't wouldn't surprise me. It's a lot of cool I would bars. Have to, I would have to ask uh, uh, what's her face, who's now in Australia. I can ask people who live in L.A. right now, right know, near Santa Monica. She's the only expert on the You're going to have to make a call to Australia to find out if Jim Morrison went to... Oh, you mean Chris Williams? Yes. Yeah, she's the one who goes to France, to Paris, to visit Jim Morrison's grave. She and there's not- a lot of people who do that. They go to Paris. They don't just go to Paris to go see Jim Morrison's right. grave, unless you're really super rich. You go to Paris, you get a couple of French chicks, see if their underarms have been shaved or whether they go all natural. Because that still happens. And then you go. To, you got to go to all the you know, the Eiffel Tower, the Champs Elysees. You got to go to go all those joints. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, let's get back to the business here. We have open lines two one five four six two Tony. You know what today is also, and I didn't realize this, and it pisses me off. My buddies at the Collegeville Bakery. Uh-huh. You know they always post great signs and they always give people credit and put yes, them up. Yes, on, yes. Put my name up there. They put everybody's name up there. Who does something? And their Holidays, bread is so good. nine eleven. All the food's oh great my in gosh. there. Today is National Chocolate Shake Day. It's National Chocolate Milkshake Day. Oh. Why am I even working? Well, why am I even on the air? Why today? are you not? Why don't you have a chocolate shake on a slow drip right now? I should. I should have a. I should have one of those medical bags. bags that the, you know you hang the bag yes. on it. Except uh, you can just you know. Yeah, I'll have it in my. I'm not going to stick it. I'm not going to inject it into my veins. I don't think that would help. Although, you know, whenever you want something really bad, you say, just inject that into my veins. And you can't do that because you'd probably die. Sort of like vaping. But you do love some chocolate and you do love ice cream. It is. Is there any, of all the favorite foods and drinks in my world, nothing. I mean, it's really hard to compare a chocolate milkshake to anything else. Not the, I know they do have ones with booze in them now. They put alcohol in Which them. Which is yummy as well. Spiked shakes. As long as they don't put seltzer in it, then I'm okay. We know when they, you know what it's called when they put the seltzer in it, Robin? Uh, yes, yeah, it's a... It's an egg cream. Egg cream, right? That's what yeah. they do in New York. Yeah. Egg creams are big. They're basically milkshakes with seltzer water in it. 
I don't want a watered-down milkshake. No. You want to drink your damn mil- watered-down milkshakes in New York? You, you drink the egg cream until the damn chickens come home to roost. Not only that, but carbonated milkshakes does It's an outrage, man. Although it's not I a milkshake. Do, I do like a root beer float, which is carbonation anyway. I hate root beer floats, Robin. But I love me some chocolate milkshakes. You know why, Robin? Why? Because the milkshakes bring all the girls to the yard. I knew you were going to say My that. My milkshake brings all the girls to the yard. And damn right, it's better than yours. And damn right. What's happening in the show today? What is happening? I don't know. I got to do a Fast Eddie Rendell. I'm, uh, no, Frosties, I like Frosties when you're drunk. And you're not even have to be drunk. When you're coming back from the... Uh, the sports complex where you're going to see a Sixers, a Flyers, Phillies, Eagles concert. You get off at Broad and Snyder, and there's that Wendy's, Wendy's right there. And they close at 10 o'clock, so you can't go into the actual store. But they have the side door, Robin. The side door where you can go in and get yourself a Frosty at like midnight or 1 a.m. And you get yourself that $5 Wendy's deal mm-hmm. where you get like fries, and, you know, a small chicken sandwich, and a shake. For like, and a cookie for like five bucks. You want to talk about good. It's better than what Popeye's doing. You see what Popeye's is doing now, Robin? No, what are they doing? The latest outrage. It's not my style to rip. And I'll get into the, uh, I'll get into the what Popeye's. I think it's a scam. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, man. Yeah. It's better than yours. Damn right. It's better than yours. I can teach you, but I have to know you want it. The thing that makes me. We may have to play this tonight live. The guys go crazy. Up there in King of Prussia, baby. Screwballs. A screwballery. My favorite version of this is from the Dan Band, though. Well, yeah, but they do all the great girl songs. Their milkshakes brings all the people to Collegeville Bakery, and Steve's, it's better than yours. Damn right, it's better than yours. See, when I see a chocolate milkshake, I immediately have a craving. Even if you think about it. Even if I'm full. Even if I've just eaten. Somebody says chocolate milkshake? Can you say no to a chocolate milkshake at any time, day or night, Robin? No, no. Three in the morning, three in the afternoon. I don't have a chocolate milkshake available right now, but you know what I do have, which tastes like a chocolate milkshake and has 30 grams of protein. Boost it. My boost, baby. Boost it, baby. Hey, Tony, before we went on the sidetrack completely, you were talking about hockey. Yes, I was. Can we get back to hockey? Let's bring it back uh, to hockey, and then I'll do a little Ed Rendell. Not because it's political, but because it's interesting. Ed Rendell, I've known him since he was the district attorney in Philadelphia, Mm -hmm. the mayor of Philadelphia the governor of Pennsylvania. So I've known Ed Rendell for decades. And obviously he's a big muckety-muck in the Democratic Party. I'll get to that in a minute because he's still, I believe he's still the number one trend on Twitter. He's got to have a record. Because, you know, when something goes number one on Twitter, when Uh you look at the Twitter trending, it usually lasts a couple of hours. But last night he was on there, and he's been on there all day today, and I don't know if he's the latest. I'm not on Twitter right now. Let me see. I'll go find out. If he's still the number one trend on Twitter, no, he's not. He's, He's actually fall... PewDiePie is now number one. PewDiePie. So, Ed Rendell, I'm sorry, Ed. I hate to do it to you, buddy. You are no longer trending. Yeah, I don't even see him trending at all. No, he's not trending. He's not even trending at NBC Sports Philadelphia. 
getting ready for Eagles post-game live on Sunday night at 1 a.m. for those of you who may actually stay up to watch it after the Eagles and Falcons game. It just occurred to me, Tony, that tomorrow is another Friday the 13th. Not just another Friday the 13th. The full moon, harvest moon, Friday the 13th. And I believe, I always love this because they always say, this will be the first, this will be the last one you'll see until 2085 or whatever. And then we see, like, this will be the last uh, total eclipse of the sun for 500 years. And then a couple years later, there's another total. Did you ever notice that? Yeah, This will be the last partial eclipse. This will be. And then the same thing with this harvest moon. You know, you're right, because then you, you kind of go, I thought you guys had this figured out. I thought you could know these calendar things. You know what they do on Harvest Moon, Robin? Uh, sing a song? Yes. A little Japanese girl in a short skirt? No, it goes a little bit something like this. It's Neil Young, probably stoned oh, when he sang this song. I was thinking of the anime Harvest Moon. No. Sing it, Neil. You think Neil's had any dope in his life? Never. Tony, you are totally ADD today. Yes, you I are am. such ADD brain. I'm trying to And get I don't you even ba- need drugs. I'm trying to get you back on track. <laughs> Let's go back to the hockey update that you were talking Robin, in progress. Robin, the, the stream of consciousness is, is what people love. I know they love because that. Because I tie everything together. But we only have half an hour. Normally, I can let you go. You give me a half an hour, I'll give you traffic and weather <laughs> together on the eights, <laughs> and I'll bring you the world. <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, let's get it back to hockey. All right. Said no program director of a radio station ever. <laughs> That's why I'm better I'm than a program director. Exactly right. Except I have to yell at you just like I yelled at the, the last That's couple That's fine. You can directors. yell away, but I'm still going to bring you back to what you were talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, we got action. Let's bring it down to, uh, oh, no, he's no longer in between the glass. He's between somebody's ass now, unfortunately, on the B team or the C team. Hockey action underway everywhere in the air. Of course, uh, it's preseason. Guys are skating. They're mucking and grinding. They're working hard. You know, solid checking. They're working hard in the corners. You got to get the back check. You got to get the four check. And most importantly, don't accept any personal checks. That shit don't fly in any sport, pretty much anywhere. Meanwhile, ladies and gentlemen, as I mentioned a couple of games last night, I'm not really going to get into preseason games. I do know that the Flyers game in Luzon, Switzerland, is going to be televised back here. Luzon. And then I asked one of the great hockey writers on Twitter this morning, is this a neutral site game? You get it, Robin? I do get uh, it. You, I get, get it. That I get one? It. Nobody got that joke earlier today. I thought that was funny. What do you think about when you think about the Swiss? Yeah. Other than chocolate. Neutrality, baby. The Flyers have to be playing a neutral zone. Not the neutral zone or the left-wing lock as they used to you play. You know what else I think yes. of, though, when I think of Swiss? What? Chocolate. <laughs> Not the Swiss miss. You know who the Swiss miss was? The tennis player, Robin. Uh, I'm testing your Swiss, Swiss miss, miss now. tennis player? Tennis player, nicknamed the Swiss miss. I don't. I 
I have no idea. Who was this Miss Swiss Miss tennis player? Smith Miss. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to take it to the Twitch. But board. I but I think of Toblerone. Toblerone is my favorite, favorite, favorite all-time chocolate. Just I love Toblerone too. No, you don't. You don't like the nougat in it. Uh, if I'm uh, two in the morning and I don't have any other chocolate laying around, ah, it's quality chocolate. It is. Quality. I used to always love just regular milk chocolate, but then once I went dark, I never went back, Robin. You cannot go back to milk chocolate. The Swiss Miss was Robin. Who was it? Martina Hingis. Ah. Martina Hina, Hingis, Hingis, ladies and gentlemen. Not Pete Sampras. No, it wasn't Pete Sampras. <laughs> Swiss Miss well, okay. used to be those little uh, drive-through milk place places up in the Delaware County area. You remember that? Mm-hmm. The place you would walk. You'd well, see, I, it would I don't say remember Swiss it milk, because, but Swiss mi- Miss, and you would drive up. There wasn't even a store you went in, and then you'd ask at the window, and they would give you a quart of milk, half gallon of chocolate. You know, handy. Two, midnight, you want to? You, you got that craving for a, a half gallon of chocolate milk? You take that thing right in the front seat. Just drink it down. Oh, you just start drinking chocolate milk. Let's go to the phones. 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. We have someone on the line right we now, We have Robin. the fabulous AJ in San Antonio. What up, yo? And by the way, I'm wearing your shirt proudly today, man. Thank you again. Great job. I don't know what else to say. I know it's Swiss Farms. I was joking. I said Swiss Miss. It's Swiss Farms. Swiss Miss okay. is the place where that's actually the powdered... Uh, Hot chocolate yes. stuff that they sell in supermarkets. Swiss Miss. It's too hot down here for hot chocolate. Yeah, I saw the weather. It's like triple digits, right, all week. All, all week, but, uh, you know, fall, fall's coming up September 21st, which usually means about another month of triple digits before it actually gets cold down here. You know, it's so hot down there, you're supposed to say, how hot is it? How hot is it? How hot is it? Oh, man. People are actually diving into the river walk to cool off and not worrying about all the infectious diseases that are floating around right there. Yeah, mono is the least of your problems. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get mono in that water. You get quad. You get stereo and quad. Remember quad when the big quad thing was up in radio? It wasn't yeah. just two speakers. Then you had there were radio stations that were broadcasting in quadraphonic sound, which means... The signal was split on four speakers, and about seven people bought those, sort of like the curved TVs and the, uh, and the 3D TVs. A couple of people bought them, and they said, there's no content. This sucks. And then they were all put in a Goodwill store a couple of years later. Uh, beautiful. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm planning on tailgating the Democratic National debate tonight. You, what are you going to do? You're going to debate? You're going to boycott it? Well, I'm going to tailgate. We're going to tailgate. Oh, Tony. that's right. You're in, well, you're in San Antonio. You're going to drive, because it's in Houston. You're going to drive to Houston? Yeah, we're going to tailgate. We're going to have uh, tofu dogs, vegan patties, and gluten-free buns. You are looking live. But, and also, you're going to be able to take all of your money and give it to every candidate right there. I want you to divvy it up. Take a couple hundred thousand dollars. You give some to Elizabeth Warren. You give some to Bernie. Bernie will take whatever you got. Bullion. Swiss watches, whatever you can give to these people so that they can stop that climate change that's going on right down there in San Antonio right now. I believe if people send all their money to the candidates before this debate tonight, the climate will change within the next two weeks, guaranteed. Absolutely. Hey, I don't know if you mentioned it yesterday, but I got to know before because I know you guys got a short show. Carolina, minus seven tonight. You know that Mr. Thursday Night does not release anything prematurely. 
except bodily uh, fluids, but that's an addition, you know, it's a situation for most of us older guys. You wouldn't know that yet. You're still a young fella. You're going to do that on tonight's show, right? Yes, I will release tonight's Thursday night, stone cold, guaranteed, Carolina, Tampa Bay. I know one thing is for sure. I know one man will win the post-game fashion show. We have a line on that tonight. Will he wear barbed wire hats? What will he wear tonight? Maybe, maybe we can get him a, a you know, Be Calm and Bruno shirt. Maybe he'll sport that. We should. Should we start selling these babies? I think we should, Tony. We, we have a lot of things that we want to sell. Yeah, I'd like to sell the stuff in my storage unit so I don't have to pay $100 a month for something that's worth $20. That's kind uh, of stupid right there. Maybe you can sell, uh, sell your body, Tony. I, well, I, I may have to sell my body soon. Because it does a body good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Can we put you out to pasture? Only Robin could comment on that. Uh, here's another. There's a good one tonight. Democratic debate drinking game tonight from Don Juan 0720. You take a shot t- time. Everybody calls climate change an existential threat <laughs> until you're so <laughs> drunk that you can't You'll even be say. Exactly. <laughs> Until you can no longer say exis- existential threat. How many people even know what an existential threat is? Uh, not me. <laughs> hey, every time, yeah, every you do a shot. Every time somebody says free, <laughs> and it, you you might not get out alive. No, you're right. You're not even going to make it to the end of the first quarter in tonight's Thursday night football game. Yeah, what is the spread in the debate tonight, anyway? The spread is there's a lot of uh, old people who uh, go to the spread at 5.30 to make sure they get the uh, senior citizens buffet. Even I don't do that yet. I will soon, but I'm not doing that now. I think you'll see Bernie and Liz. and uh, The only person that's going not, not going to the, uh, the senior citizens buffet at Golden Corral before the debate tonight in Houston will be Beto O'Rourke. He'll be playing drums right outside of the uh, NRG stadium down there. Looking for co- contributions. I don't even think they want him as the opening act tonight, Tony. No, I think Beto's uh, shot is wide, so to speak. But again, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have a horse in the game. I don't care. They're going to all decide this stuff. They're going to figure it out. I don't know who the nominee is going to be. You know, I, I follow politics. Obviously, you know, they're trying to figure out who's going to run against Trump, and that's what they're doing. But I don't, I don't, I'm not going Ed Rendell and saying. I'm a Joe Biden guy because he grew up in Delaware and uh, his headquarters are here in Philadelphia. And Ed Rendell says he doesn't like uh, Elizabeth Warren because she's a hypocrite. And now people are ripping Ed Rendell because they're saying, how dare you rip uh, Elizabeth Warren? She's our gal. And now you're going with old Joe because Comcast people like Joe and Joe's headquarters is here. And so they want a more moderate guy. And Joe, despite all of his idiosyncrasies, is not batshit crazy like the other candidates. I think that's what they're looking at here. Just to look at it objectively from a I-don't-really-care perspective, other than there'll be a candidate that eventually emerges, they think yeah. that Joe Biden still has the best chance of I, beating Trump. I wish Trump. that Tulsi Gabbard had a better chance. Wow, they, they, they bury I love her. her. I love her, too. They're going to have a batshit crazy, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Like those uh, Convention? Convention. Well, but like the volume level things at a stadium, you know, where it goes up and down, the louder the crowd gets. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Gonna of, it's going to be like one of those. But one thing Elizabeth Warren got, you know, she likes chewing tobacco, Tony. Did you know that? I did not know really? that. I know she likes to drink a yeah. beer with her husband who's in the other room yeah, while she she's sitting at her kitchen table. She has her own brand. It's called Big Chief Spreading Bowl. 
Oh, <laughs> now, come on now. This is a. What does this look like? Uh, uh, the View? Oh no, they don't do political jokes. That's right. They are political <laughs> jerks. Actually, they are political jokes on that show. Oh man. Well, anyway, you, you guys have a short show, man. Uh, looking forward to listening to you tonight. Oh, man, it's going to be. And I will have the new red box with me. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, what's in the box? And I will. What's in the fucking box? Exactly right. I will have that box hooked up and ready to go tonight. That box better work tonight, Robin. There was a box in the box. That's what was in the box. It's sort of like a nesting, uh, a Russian nesting doll. Our equipment all goes into one another. (laughs) Just like that poor (laughs) nesting doll that's sitting in a closet somewhere in total darkness. Waiting for you to take it out this coming holiday season. Well, the thing that's really, really great is that I can just, uh, as soon as we're done with the show, we can just go because I was able to prepack all the bags rather than um, having to unplug stuff and rearrange stuff and take some of the stuff that I have here with us there and then plug it in back tomorrow. It's making my life a whole lot easier, and I can't thank you enough, AJ. Well, you're welcome. It sounds exhausting, though. Hey. Hey. Somebody's got to do it, man. Yeah. I'm putting my body it. out there for everybody. Yeah, I used to, I've done that all the time. Now, now, unfortunately, most people don't care anymore. But when I put my body on the line for a lot of people years ago. You are always willing to sacrifice Yes, your body. I am. I'm a giver. Yes, you are. Yeah. I'm a giver. Give a round of applause, <laughs> I'm giving you one, my friend. You are the real MVP. All right, let's stop the audience right there. There you go. All right, guys. You guys take care. Thank you, AJ. Talk to you later, man. There is a great AJ in San Antonio on the Riverwalk where the water is not potable. I'm still looking forward to going, Tony. we got to go to San Antonio. Not swimming in there, but no, walking no, you're not alongside supposed, it. The only people who swim in there are the people who are too drunk and fall off into the water yes. and accidentally go That's in there. That's kind of like in, in the Netherlands in the canals. Exactly. Now, Brenda so, Marie has checked in. She probably missed the part of the show earlier. Remember, it was she in Reading. And a lot of our other friends in the suburbs. Yes. Who first alerted us to the, the big scourge the, that was affecting the suburban areas. The spotted. Spotted. The spotted lanternfly. Spotted lanternfly. Yes. And no, so, that's not a float in the Chinese Day, American Day parade. No, but we yeah. looked it up, Brenda, and it, it showed 10 suggestions on how yes. to help get rid of them. One of which was this right here. The assault rifle, ladies and gentlemen. No homes. And if I get the nomination, if you elect me to be the Democratic nominee to represent the United States of America, ask not what your spotted lantern fly can do for you. Ask what you can do for your spotted lantern fly, which is destroying not only South Philadelphia, Berks County, Fairmount Park, anywhere the shrubbery. Make sure, if you want to see the shrubbery, no, no, I'm not going to do that joke. <laughs> but I got the gun locked and loaded. Um, and KMP now tomorrow, Joe is suggesting that we bring it with us tonight because there are probably spotted lanternflies in up King in, of King Prussia, Prussia. Yes. I will take it. I'll probably get stopped and arrested with this thing. Because somebody say, you know, that looks like a real gun. Yeah, because most guns are real yellow and shiny and have an orange tip on them. Remember, well, we orange tip la- bad. We, we do need that laser tip. I do need the laser yeah, tip. Yeah, we need to get that laser clip on. I'm preferring the magnum tip if they make those. This looks a little thin for me, Robin. But we will have this. And tomorrow, as I promised everybody, if you're just joining us, we will go live to the streets because we're not going to do a daytime show tomorrow. Right. We're going to do the nighttime show coming up from 6 to 8 with Harry Mays, ladies and gentlemen, together again for the first time. 
Do people want a taste of what you and Harry sound like? I have a video. You have a taste? I have a, I have a taste for just a second. Oh, we love tastings. How much is it for a tasting? Is it $25, $5, or is it free? Uno momento, por favor. Let's do a free tasting, Robin. Let's open up the tasting room right now. Ah, See, I'm out of salt now. Make sure we bring the Morton salt tonight or the kosher salt. Because when I kill these spotted lantern flies, I'm doing it for you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm doing it so you're, so you're beautiful trees. And you know, it's all about the beautiful trees. To quote the great Bob Ross, just put some nice trees in there. The trees are saving the planet. So since I can't save the planet any other way by giving politicians all my money, I can save the planet the actual practical way is by getting rid of all of these invasive, dirty, little, rotten, bastard Chinese lanternflies. Now, that's, that's Chinese lantern was a parade. That, that, I was actually down in the, near, the, near the Ben Franklin Bridge. What's that park called down there, Robin? Franklin Square. Remember they had the Chinese lantern uh, exhibit? We went there. Yeah, it was nice. It was awesome. These are spotted lantern flies. Earlier, Brenda Marie told us, that they were up in the Reading area, Berks County. Now, much like many of the other people, including the Amish, they've made their way down to Reading Terminal Market and South Philadelphia. And tomorrow, Robin and I will go live, and we will bring you live, sort of like commando action, although I will be wearing pants. Dude, you need to blow your nose. I know. Tomorrow, we will go live, and I will show you and... We'll count. We'll do a body count, sort of like John Wick. We will have a body count on the screen on how many spotted lantern flies I will take out so that you, the citizens of Philadelphia, South Jersey, Delaware, the tri-county, tri-state, tri-tip area can be safe to once again walk under trees. I do this for you because I've been bequeathed the proper necessary. Because I don't want to be stepping on bugs and get squished all over the place. I don't know. That's barbaric. They need to be taken out the proper way. They don't want to see it coming. And that's why I have. And I want to thank. And you know who sent me this, Robin? You know who sent me this, baby? Yes, it was um, K-Bry, wasn't K-Bry, it? that's exactly right. That's Caden. Caden yes, Bryan. who... I owe a, a prize to because he was able to stump Jose the other day. Exactly right. I will not be shooting any Amish mafia people. No humans will be injured, and no animals will be injured in the making of tomorrow's Tony Bruno takes on spotted lanternflies and doesn't even have to call 911. You don't want to miss this tomorrow. We're going to do it live, Robin. Are you ready to do it live? Oh, 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 huge, huge news. What? What? Harry Mays is going to be on Radio Row. Good God almighty, that's loud. It is loud. So sorry, folks. God, I hate that. <laughs> Good Lord have mercy. Let's start again, take two. That was, this is going, we're going back to the Super Bowl in Atlanta? <clears throat> when yours truly and Harry Mays it was a fanta- came together as one? It was a really, really great video of... The two of you guys together, little clips, just for a second. Wait a minute, ninety-one six said, "Didn't Cataldi already do his rubber band gun shtick?" I have no idea. You think I wake up early in the morning? He doesn't have an assault rifle. What's a rubber band gun going to do to spotted lantern flies? I mean, maybe I was the guy that went up into a tree and trimmed the bushes back in the day. 
before right. Angelo even knew what zany, funny morning radio was. And he's a legend, and he's a hero. So, Tony, here's the preview yes. of tonight. This is what it could sound like tonight. If For those of you... What who- do you mean, could? This is what it will sound. And again, ah. don't forget what we're going to be giving away. An yes. Eagles military uniform. There's two available. Two Eagles military jerseys. Because obviously 9-11 was yesterday. So the great Joe Krause, he always gets great prizes for our yes, pregame does. shows. And tonight from 6 to 8 in King of Prussia, up there at Screwballs, Harry and I will be on the air live, 97.3 FM. If you can't get the station over the air, you get the app. You download the app and boom. And you can watch and listen live also right here at twitch.tv, Bruno Nation Live. But wait, there's more. After we do our pregame show, Mm -hmm. we'll be able to put on our Twitch channel the Thursday night game. Yes. We will be able to stream with all legal dots and I's and T's crossed the actual Thursday night football game. So you watch the show on Twitch, and you don't have to switch, bitch. The game will come on, and you'll be able to take the game with you okay. wherever you are. So here you go. Here's the preview and a little, little memory. Go, go down memory lane just for a second. I love memory lane. Oh, 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 oh. I mean, oh, oh, oh O'Reilly? Huge, oh, no. huge news. What? What? Harry Mays is going to be on Radio Row with oh, Tony right. Bruno. What? You think Bro? this is just some slap dick podcast? No, this is what happens when your brain Put is your working mouthful. way faster than your mouth can keep up with you. Yes. No, who were the Backstreet Boys? It was, uh, who was the famous was one? Was Wahlberg? That was it? Nick. That was uh, Danny Wahlberg, right? Donnie oh, right. Wahlberg. No, no, no. That's new kids on the block. Oh, I can't get these boy see, bands. I get them all mixed up. There's too many of them. That's... Like Nick Lachey. I know Nick Lachey. That's 98 degrees. That's 98 degrees. How do you... <laughs> get back to work. Back Although to... he probably needs knee replacements, hip replacements. Yeah, he might. And, yeah, he uh, looks like a battered performer. He is a yeah, battered performer. Yeah. You know, these guys are amazing. They're in their 70s. All the guys I grew up with, and they're much older than me, but people call me an old man. Right. I mean, a lot of these guys, if you see them up close... You talk about battered. Dude, the before. Stones are going out on tour. I know. Again. I can't believe that. And they are human corpses. They are basically skeletal remains of themselves, yeah. but they can still go out there and rock it. They're amazing. Live. You want to talk about the original sharp dress man? That is Miss Man, the playmaker. My boy. Can I call you my boy? I am your boy, man. We we, we go way back. And 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 I and, and I don't take that with anything but love when you say my boy, because we are you are you're my boy too, man. You my dude, man. I, well, I you called that. me one other thing went back in San Diego, I think, at one point. Yeah, that was, you know. You look good, though, TB. I'm trying, man. I just try to, I just try to follow in your footsteps, man. You look That's what good. what I do. You Stay taught in. me a lot about football when we were doing the best damn together and traveling to Super Bowls, New Orleans. Can and you imagine that, T? That, that was, what was that, man? That was 20 years ago? I know. This is only my 30th, though. years ago. Was well, you 20? played in, like, 30 Super Bowls. Yeah, San Diego was when? Yeah. That wasn't Man. 20. No, no, I'm talking about when we were doing Best Damn. Oh, yeah. That was like 20 yeah. years ago. Yeah, it was like 2000, 2000. So it's right. 19 years ago, yeah, right, Man. right, right, right. Well, San Diego, that, that Super Bowl was 03, I think. Yeah, 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 that was yeah. in that yeah. era because right. that's yeah. when we were working right. together. And we went to San Diego. We right. went to New that's Orleans crazy. together. Right, we went to right. New Orleans up on the balcony with Tom Arnold, man. There's some crazy times, man. We had some fun. We're here. I'm actually here for Radio Row to. But you're not here to see me, man, and talk you know, about good old times. The first when thing I, I was here to do was listen to you rap. That was the absolute first thing I was here to do. I think you need to put it on SoundCloud. You and Chance the Rapper need to, need to have a duo Absolutely. and a collab, and it'll be 
I, I really I really feel like this could be a million view sort of thing. I'll be Charles Gambino has nothing on Thank you. on you. I'm the real young Gotti. That's right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you you are not twenty one savage, you're the thirty eight. You know, right. I'm the sixty six savage. That's right. Yeah. That's more right. Ben Savage. savage. Yeah. This is this is the childish <laughs> game Bruno yeah. here. Cardi yeah, B childish, the childish. wishes that offset was even close to you. I just that's why that's why she left him. Oh, she's she's way, back she's, with him now. No, she's yes, not. Yes, I saw it on Instagram it's because, today. It's because Tony turned her down. Cardi exactly. B and uh, they're back together. They are. Yeah. They have, you mean Cardi B start t- stop ripping Trump for a couple of days to get back with her boyfriend? <laughs> you know what? He, that's the smartest thing that man could have done. He knew that's where his gravy train is. She's yeah, making so much more. Exactly oh right. God. I just want people to know, like the porn talk and then the the, the uh, obscene drops. Right. In no way, shape, <laughs> no. or form. Reflect on Andrew Siciliano's job at the NFL Network or DirecTV or its subsidiaries or anything else that he's involved in. Right. Retweets are not endorsements. Exactly. You are a mensch. (laughs) And I thank you for that. I love, and I'm sorry for those, oh, we're on camera. I'm sorry. Yes, right here. Uh, Hey, look. Outrage. Outrage. I should be forced to give it a vote. It's an outrage indeed. We'll, cut, we'll make sure that stuff stops. <laughs> we will not tolerate that crap today. I'll Absolutely tell you that right not. now. I said it once on this show. And we'll say it again I'll on every show again. after this. <laughs> One thing we, did, we say on this show. I'm not going to tolerate your crap today. Exactly. We'll see you soon here. Uh, that was just going back uh, almost a year now. I mean, that was, that was, Feb- that was early February, yep. late January of 2019 as we started off the year at the Super Bowl. Of course, uh, Luigi was there with us the whole week. Jack in the back and Roots were down there with us as we drove in the family truckster all the way down to Hot Atlanta. And Andrew Siciliano and Michael Irvin, all the great folks we have. And, we'll and be of course, down in Miami, Miami this year. And of course, Harry Mays mm-hmm. co-hosting Correct. in Atlanta. And that's what we're going to get to together tonight, yo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, those are just a few of the fantastic interviews that you guys did while you were down there. Now, are those there. all posted on our Twitch? Because we, we, we weren't doing Twitch you know, yet. We hadn't started our Twitch yet. Yeah, show. so they are not on Twitch. That's an outrage, I should, I Robin. I should probably post all of those suckers. Hello? I? Hello? You think? I'll do that in my spare time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got an hour tomorrow. When we're not out killing spotted uh, lanternflies. Now, Scrapple Joe goes, Tony's laugh live mixed with a recorded laugh. That's great stuff. Yeah, you can't get that. That's not available it's in a, stores. It's an overlapping <laughs> laugh. So, Tony, we have four minutes. before. I'm, and, uh, we, is this the four-minute warning this now? This is a hard out tonight. We cannot go over Well, it's always a hard out at night, Robin. You know what I'm saying? But, um, <laughs> so, I'm, I'm just reminding you just to keep you aware of timing. Do you understand that I've hit four outs an hour when I was doing network oh, radio, Robin? Hard I absolutely outs. am aware hard of that. Out. Do you know but how hard it is to hit a hard your out? Your ADD is going strong today. Because so. we have so much stuff. I, I didn't want to... Ch- Normally, we do three hours, and I tried to get three hours worth of material in, in two, two hours, hours today. Yes. Because we're going to do another two hours. So we're not really jipping anybody. We're giving you four hours, not three. I know. So we're we actually giving you bonus cantos. Now, did you, since we had talked about the, and you, you have the assault gun in your hand, would you like to talk about a certain Russian story that is... Yes, now this is magic? obviously not a real weapon. But in our hockey segment today, which we started and stopped about four different times, because, you know, the season's Speaking just starting ADD. and stopping. That's not ADD. Uh-huh. That's called bringing people up, updated information and then letting them hang on till the end. All right. For the big climax. We'll go with that. So to speak. And now, ladies and gentlemen, 
we take you over to one of the stands in Russia. Kazakhstan, Kalishnikov stand, Stan Getz, you name the stands, they're all there in Russia. The Stanley Cup's not there, though, but they don't need the Stanley Cup in the KHL. Because in hockey, when you are the star of the game, you don't get a case of Tasty Cakes. You don't get dinner for two at the Berlin Diner as a lovely parting gift. You don't even get dinner for two at, what's the steakhouse on 15th Street that everybody goes to? It's great. Oh, um... Del Frisco's. Del Frisco's. You don't even get Del Frisco's dinner. You know what you get in Russia when you stand on your head, eyes, ears, nose, and throats, and you're the MVP? Ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you, let's put up the picture. This is Russian goaltender Javeli Kononov. Javeli Kononov coming to probably the the Tampa Bay uh, Lightning pretty soon. He got himself an AK-47, baby. An AK-47. Now, that's a lovely, lovely parting gift. Now, do you think his name is engraved on it? Like, instead of a trophy, you know, that says his name's on there? No, I love Del Frisco's. There was a a joke. Actually, if you get Del Frisco's gift cards, that's a great postgame. A case of Tasty Cake or dinner for two at the Penrose Diner, nice deal, but not a Kalishnikov. Like, you can't even buy a Kalishnikov in this country. No, they are You can't are even illegal. say Kalishnikov in this country. That right there is a true assault rifle. Yes, it is. <laughs> the best part is that uh, he won the shootout, so that's why he, uh, you know, had to oh, have him went to overtime, and then they had a shootout. Bum. And then, uh, you know, he stood on his head, and then the rest of the organization, and the boys were mucking hard. Best part, put that picture back up, because you see the goalie with his AK-47 smiling proudly that he had won this valuable prize. Yes. Look at the guy next to him. On your screen, on the left-hand side. With a Yankees hat on? The guy has a Yankees hat and a Mickey Mouse t-shirt on. Yes, he does. So one of his teammates in the room, as we like to say in hockey, sitting next to him as he proudly displays, he still has the pads on, and the goalie is showing that AK. And it's got an expended clip. I think that thing has more than one bullet in it. And Joe Joe Biden would be really pissed. That looks like an extended clip on that AK, Robin. But the dude next to him, that's the funniest part of this video, of this picture. A Yankees hat and a Mickey Mouse shirt. Looks like a Cowboys fan, pretty much confused of who to root to. Do I root for the Yankees and uh, the Lakers? And then I'm going to root for, uh, let's see, what's the best? And I'll root for the St. Louis Blues now since they just won the Stanley Cup. Now that's locked and loaded, just like I am. And speaking of Cowboy fans, one final thing, Robin. I want to play this video because I saw this this morning, too, as I scoured the Internet. Looking for the finest meats and cheeses and, and choice prime cuts. Somebody posted this this morning, and everybody's probably seen this by now. But, you know, the Dallas Cowboys are going to be playing the Washington Deadskins in our nation's capital this weekend, Landover, Maryland. And so since the game is in D.C., the fan base, the Cowboy fans who are all over the country, as you know, Robin, decided that they were going to show up at the ticket window in Washington and Landover, Maryland, to pick up their tickets to go see their Dallas Cowboys. Super Bowl champions this year down in Miami? Maybe, but at least the clientele is ready for action down in Landover this Sunday. Let's go to the ticket booth and see the action. 
Oh, do, is there? Is this there the video? video? Yes, Robin. Audio? Sorry, it's I'll... a video. I know. I was playing the video, but I didn't know there was audio. There is so no there's... audio. There's well, there's, oh, okay. there's background audio, but it doesn't matter. Okay. I can do the play-by-play. Then, then, then this is the second time it's playing through. So we're... okay, I didn't know you played it. I didn't see it. I was it's on not top... on my screen. I was on top of it, Tony. Now you see it. There's three lovely people at Whoops, the window. It's already gone now because. And they then play. look. So there's a woman with with uh, with with black pants on. There's a guy with shorts, not shorts. He has those pants that go all the way down to his thighs. Woman sticking her hands in the back of her of her really tight pants that are about two sizes. And then the dude on the end with long blonde hair. A wig. Turns around. And you know who that is? Who is that? Is that That's Eddie? either Dee Snyder or Larry Bird wearing a wig. You can know who freeze, else it looks like? Can it's... we freeze the shot of the guy again? Let's play that video one more time, Robin. And I want you to freeze it like they do on hockey there highlights. There right there. Freeze it when, he, when the guy turns around. Not when the woman sticks her pants yeah, no. and then feels Tony, her own ass. you're not looking at live. Okay, well, it's, it's not showing on my live screen. Fold it when the D. Snyder turns it's around. It's there. Is that real hair? There he is, ladies and gentlemen. You tell me that's not either D. Snyder or Larry Bird, number 33. Sam Donald. Maybe got... No, I don't think Sam Donald and that guy have hooked up. That's just unfair. You think Sam Donald be anywhere near those people? It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So there you have it. Remember tomorrow. Remember, don't forget tonight, though. We got to take one thing at a time. Tonight, screwballs, King of Prussia, Eagles military jerseys, tickets to the sold out Army and Navy game. Army, Navy, and Philly, tickets to that game. You're not getting that anywhere else. Plus, the kind of football breakdown not available anywhere. Not on the NFL network. Not at profootballtalk.com. Not at profootballfocus. Not on Good Morning Football, Good Evening Football, or Patriots Football. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for joining us today. Don't forget, join us tonight and tomorrow, daytime live action on our assault mission to rid the city of Philadelphia of the invasive spotted lantern fly exclusively. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. And more importantly, God bless America. It's still the greatest country on earth. We'll see you tomorrow. Or tonight. Thank you for listening to the Tony Bruno Show on Bruno Nation Live. Don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of Bruno Nation's hilarity and hijinks because it is definitely must-watch radio. Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon.